Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of the Steppen Community Podcast. This is the podcast of the Steppen Community members, where each and every week we have some regular co-hosts, and we bring on a special guest to talk about all that's going Hello. on and happening welcome in the world of Steppen. This week, we've got some, uh, some cool stuff that's going on, and some uh, controversy as normal as well. We will dig into all of that. Let's go around the room and say hi to everybody. We got K10 back from last week. How you doing, K10? Welcome. Hi, hey, how are you, James? I'm doing good. I'm so excited that you're here. You guys missed last week. You should definitely listen in. K is the queen of authenticity. Is that fair? Is that a fair title? <laughs> no comment from K. K will tell you exactly what she's thinking, raw and unfiltered, and she will be the voice of the community to tell all the rest of us we are full of shit. And this is what the community really thinks. And I am here for it. Every bit of it. In the top middle, we've got Shan back. How's it going, Shan? Good. Thank you for having me back. I'm keeping the facials to minimum this week. Shan had a, a thing that happened at the last half of the entire episode last week. He could not hear anything that Kay was saying. He, uh, I think, tried to let us know through strange facial expressions the whole episode. And we had no clue. <laughs> And, and somehow we made it through the entire episode, even though he couldn't hear it. So uh, I, I, I might, we'll see. I might put out a challenge to see who can grab the fa the best facial expressions from Shan from last week. Maybe we can do that for this week too. But uh, but I'm so glad you're back, brother. In Australia, one of the Stepan Ambassadors. Welcome back, Shan. I appreciate you, sir. Top right-hand corner, we have our U.S. Ambassador, currently now live at the Electronic Zoo Music Festival in New York City. How's it going, bud? It's good. I'm so tired, but I'm so excited to be here because I had so much FOMO um, from last week, like seeing K10 and Shan and you interact with each other. And I was just like, had so much regret that I couldn't be there. But I listened to the podcast over and over and over again so I, so I could be a part of it. <laughs> Love it. I think I, I ended up watching the whole podcast back five times, um, which is abnormal for me. I've watched the whole thing. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a good episode. I am so glad you're here to be a part of this one. Because I think that the, the energy that's in this room is going to be special. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. Down in the bottom left-hand corner, I got to meet this guy in Miami when we did our Miami live event. His, uh, his name is Mr. TJ. And most of us have no clue what the hell Mr. means. I think it's something similar to Fubar or Snafu. So we'll get to ask him all about that. What's going on, TJ? How are you, brother? Good, man. How you doing? Pleasure to be here. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you're from, where you live, what the hell Nister is? Nister <laughs> <laughs> is. Well, Nister, it's a, um, I was uh, in the military for a little bit, uh, just over 11 years, and uh, flew on some um, intelligence surveillance planes. So uh, Nister is a military acronym that stands for nothing significant to report. So I kind of like put that before my name to like describe me, I guess. I'm, you know, nothing, nothing significant. So it's kind of like a play on words type of thing. But uh, originally from Cleveland, uh, went to the Air Force pretty much directly after high school. Uh, got medically separated for back in injury, as well as like, you know, PTSD and some other stuff. Uh, so I pretty much, um, have to sit home a lot of the time. So that's, you know, crypto NFTs, all this stuff is really kind of tuned in for that at least. So it, it kind of helps, but uh, I got into step in uh, beginning of April. Once I read the white paper, it was like, I pretty much 
fell in love with the idea of um, how they were able to get you to exercise every single day with like without taking a, a, a day off. That to me is like what really grabbed my attention because I could see the pot potential for that like past just the money. You know, when we get into like advertising, um, social aspects, that type of stuff, uh, I could really see the platform kind of take off at that point. So I like, you know, got as much information as I could. Thankfully, Barn Dogs channel was up and running. Uh, so I just, I dug, dug into every single uh, AMA, went through YouTube AMAs, Spotify AMAs, um, met up with people like Beth and James. We got kind of been chatting for a long time and was on a lot of spaces back in like May, June, pretty, you know, sometimes like two, three a day. Uh, kind of died down a little bit, but now I'm starting to pick back up the, the you know, getting on those. I definitely feel that. I feel it in the community that things slowed for a while, and, and like there's this, this, this feeling like, like right on the brink. There's stuff bubbling up and just ready to explode. And um, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for every second of it. I, I know that there is a lot of excitement about the potential of what Stepin could, all the new things that are coming to the, to the right. And there's frequently disappointment because I think we build such high expectations of what we know this game can be what can be added in the game when step and ember was announced that it was made out to be this big thing on september 1st and it's the anniversary and we're gonna have all these fun challenges and things added i think the majority of the community really expected that stuff to all be in game i think when it was announced that this is more of a social media month of four challenges one each week there's some disappointment there we're gonna talk about that a lot today i, I think that's fair um we've got a bunch of good hot topics for the week Jan was on Lady of Crypto. Jan did a presentation at his university. Uh, of course, Step and Ember, the before and after challenge this, this week. Uh, the community's disappointed that it's social media challenges. Beth being an electronic zoo and something about naked butts. I don't know what that's about, but we'll have to figure out what in the world, what, what in the world that's all about. Uh, Atletico de Madrid, uh, they gave out the 180 whalefin uh, sneakers, right? These are hand-drawn Genesis with real-world utility. And Steppen gave out 20, and they gave them out to people who are actually using the game since launch, right? It's people that used over 1,500 energy, people that have been active at least three days in the last 30. So cool stuff. Um, there's a lot of neat stuff going on. We learned about Challenge 2 and Challenge 3 and Challenge 4. We can dig through those. Uh, we learned about Solana Spaces Miami, and uh, we know that they're going to be launching on a certain date. We know there's going to be Steppen merch there at another date. Possibility that we could be doing this podcast live from Solana Spaces Miami. On a certain date, so uh, some cool stuff, cool alpha, and of course a lot of stuff going on in the community as always. Armandi's been putting some burrows on everybody in the community, and we've been having a lot of fun. But before we dig into any of those hot topics, I want to go around the room and learn more about TJ. K10, you want to go next? You got something for TJ? Don't hear you, K. Okay. There you go. I'll, I'll now you're clear. You're muted. <laughs> You just having PTSD again? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, so not again! Not again! <laughs> not again. <laughs> was it my fault the entire time last time? <laughs> I couldn't hear you either. I just pretended I could. I'd read lips really well. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Uh, well, typical male behavior, right? So it's like, what? Huh? Yeah. I, 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 never, I never look below the chin, just like all men, right? 
<laughs> okay, so uh, so TJ, um, you talked a little bit about how you got into step in. I'm curious as to when you were in the military, uh, did you find that kind of the regular exercise that you had in the military is that kind of benefiting you now uh, as you as you kind of do step in and, and do an exercise in the regular? Oh, for sure. Like I was a hardcore gym rat when I was in the military. Um, you know, especially when I was deployed, it was, you know, I'd do like pretty much like two a day sessions. Uh, but fibromyalgia kind of is makes that difficult nowadays and chronic fatigue syndrome, something else I have. So, um, but I do find when I can go out and exercise, particularly like gym work, um, it helps, but stepping every day is kind of keeping me, um, what's the way to put it? It's like, keeps me doing stuff without over, overdoing it. So it's, you know, I see a lot of positive in it. Ben. Um, so you obviously, you're in the, you do NF, like you kind of do crypto full time now, don't you? Is that kind of your full time gig? Um, yeah. How do you like, you know, obviously with NFTs, you were into the NFT spaces, is that kind of your thing? Or is it mainly the crypto as in like, you know, investing and stuff like that? Oh, uh, both. So, um, I was going to the gym a lot and then April last year I hurt my back. Uh was kind of bedridden for a couple of weeks. So was figuring, you know, looking on my phone, figuring something to do and crypto kind of popped up. So I was uh digging into that and I was like, I think I can maybe do some of this stuff. So once I started diving into it, it was, you know, game over. I've been locked in, obsessed with it pretty much since then. Um, both crypto and NFTs. I started on Ethereum trading NFTs back in June of last year and came to Solana in August. And it's, uh, I've been involved with a couple of uh, crypto NFT communities, Discord and Twitch. So I've been, you know, helping out there, posting, you know, going through a bunch of projects, looking for like new mints and stuff like that. So it's, um, yeah, I, I do both of those for sure. Beth, you're up. Um, so, TJ, I'm so excited to meet you. So one of the reasons why I really wanted you to be on this podcast is because there was one point where you had said that you went through four hours of recordings in a row to find something that Jan had specifically said. And I was like, oh my God, this is insane. Like, who is this person? So if anybody needs a private investigator, definitely go to PJ. <laughs> um, but my question to you is like, what is your thought process with that? Because I would never have the patience or the determination to go through four hours of recordings to find one line that Jan had said. And you've, you've transcribed different pieces of, of, of their recordings and their interviews, right? So what's your thought process with that? Like, where does your determination come from? Um, and just like, what goes through your mind when you're, when you're hunting for these things? Or how do you even find them? Ah, uh, man, that's a loaded question. So have, number one, having a lot of time on my hands, this kind of makes it a lot easier to do that stuff. But it's, um, I think it, it, it goes back to like my Intel background of 
um, you know, finding little pieces of the puzzle to, to put them together, you know, for, for the big picture type of thing. So all the AMAs that I go through, I'll take notes down um, that I think could be relevant, like in the future. So if, you know, a lot of the stuff when, you know, Jan is just like, you know, repeating the same stuff over and over, like, you know, this is how GSC is going to work. This is, um, you know, this is how shoes work, all that stuff. You know, you kind of listen to it and kick it out. But the stuff like when he talks, um, and then James, no, you know, we I, I've mentioned it with him and DMs and stuff when we knew that, you know, Ethereum was going to be the third blockchain, is he said that back in uh, early, I think, yeah, beginning of April 9th, I think, okay. on a Spotify thing and you know i was the one with all like the notepad transcribed type of things so if you see that uh that you know came from me most likely but um and i, and I would sit there and i would remember okay this ama he said roughly this stuff so like when people ask those questions i'm able to go back to those amas you know roughly i might have to go back to one or two um but i'm able to usually find those answers it's funny incredible yeah it's funny. There was a, a video that came out this week as a result of Stepan's first anniversary, its first birthday on first, and it was this this initial video that Jan had made. I think back beyond before VC funding, before the hackathon, where it was like the original concepts, and it had like enhancement of sneakers in there, and it had it had so many of the things that didn't come until six months or more later in the game. And it's fun to see that like so many things from that original vision, many of which TJ caught early on at very early AMAs and podcasts on, on Spotify or wherever else, you know, were these hints that they had this focus and direction and it, and it just, you know, they, they just keep cranking along. TJ, what I, what I want to know is about uh, Utes and Ute List. And I, I see that on your, on your Twitter profile. It's hard not to notice what they're doing, right? Um, the, the marketing campaign that's been extremely successful. Um, can you compare and contrast for us? Like, like what they're doing versus, versus what you've seen Steppen do and, and what you like about the Utes project? Yeah, uh, real quick before the Utes thing. So that, that video that you're talking about from, from back in September, uh, I actually, I, I did a thread on um, Soul Wallet, which was the wallet that yeah. um, Jan and Jerry were making back in September. You know, I did this long thread about it. And at the very end, I, I posted that video as well saying you know something along the lines of like this you know back in like simpler times when you know it's something about yawn or something like that but that was crazy seeing that video come up again and by the way that soul wallet website's still been down ever since i put that thread out really yeah interesting i don't know i i, I, think, it, I, I think it's part of what they're building right we know about all these apps we yeah. know they're building the nft marketplace and the nft launchpad and there's the door decks and there's the the smack anti-cheat there's the step in game and there's like all these pieces i firmly believe the multi-chain wallet is a part of it right i just don't think it's it right there, there's so many other things that have to come first we know the number one thing they're working on right now is the social the social app's really important and it, it's interesting when they talk about it i'm curious about your opinion on this too talk about it it definitely interweaves with what we think of as social fi in game right the leaderboards the marathons the achievements the badges the all the social five pieces of the game even like having a pfp in game that's a cool nft where we can get to show off something these are all pieces of social fi in the game but when you hear them describe the social app that that i even heard shitty talk about on the bff podcast is like the twitter of web3 
right? The things that they describe as the social app are the social five things that are in game. So I think they're very, very interconnected. Um, we can get into that later though. It's fun. It's definitely fun to see how it's all kind of playing through. Yeah. And then um, in regards with the Utes, uh, so basically um, Frank, he's, he's a kind of like the leader uh, figure head of D gods, um, which is launching the, the Utes project. And he, his background, I believe, is in um, growth hacking. So he's, I think he worked for a couple startups. So he's, you know, it's in his wheelhouse of, of what he's doing right now. But he's pretty much just making himself the, you know, like, like the hot girl in the room at the party, you know, all the guys want to talk to. Ah. So, you know, all the guys, will, you know, they'll buy her a drink just to be able to talk to her. They'll, you know, that's, <laughs> well, that's pretty much... That's pretty much what he's got going right now. No, he he's even got the guys with a good-looking girlfriend that are saying that are you know wanting to talk to this girl. So it's it's um he he really knows how to how to draw attention. You know, some people kind of critique like the process of what he's doing, like how he's selecting each uh, application. But um, it's very different, yeah. right? I mean, you think about whitelists for all these different projects, and normally there's a lot of different ways to get on a whitelist. But to my knowledge, this is the first big one where it's a curated whitelist. You actually have mm -hmm. somebody picking and choosing who gets on the whitelist. And then in addition to the curated whitelist, I think anybody that has it to gods can automatically get a youth. And then there's other ways to, to get into the project as well. And it, it's getting so much attention from so many big names because the big names want to get their curated spot. So they're talking about the project on their socials to then be able to get the little banner thing that comes out. And I think I read somewhere where it's like, he releases a new one once every 18 minutes because on average tweets have like 18 minutes of lifespan where they have a chance to get that viral, whatever. Mm -hmm. So like, like there, there's so much uh, data and science behind how it's done. But then there's also this controversy that's going on where everybody's talking about it because there were like eight Twitter accounts that got blocked and banned that are all tied into this. So it's like, are the Ethereum Lords trying to block the Solana Lords to not be able to do their thing? And, but it just makes everybody talk about their project that much more and so it's like one of those bad publicity is good publicity because everybody's talking about youths and man i'm just a fan of the whole thing i don't think i have a prayer in hell of ever getting one so i'm gonna have to buy mine but regardless it's so much fun to watch yeah they've they've landed some big names too you know like um she's like little baby i think kobe um man i'm drawing a blank now but they've been uh you know, like a UFC fighter. Um, oh, Rooney, Wayne Rooney. Um, wow. a lot, yeah, a lot of a lot of people are are getting accepted to this thing. So it's something the NFT community kind of really hasn't seen. You know, with with Bored Apes, you know, we had like Jimmy Fallon and and Eminem buying them. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of one thing, but to be like you know to be involved with like the initial mint with big names kind of is it's uh it's different you know and how that compares to step in we've seen i don't think we've seen a a web3 project i mean i guess maybe besides utes that are nailing huge names like like step in is right now is as far as with uh atletico um that to me was like a really big uh like a shocker to to see that you know 
that they were able to uh, do a partnership, not only just for this drop, but it sounds like maybe some stuff in the future too. Yeah. And, and the idea of putting real world utility sneakers, or if you own an Atletico de Madrid Genesis sneaker on the ape realm, one of the 200, right? Get a chance to get 11, uh, you know, one of 11 signed jerseys from get a chance for this VIP experience in Madrid where you get to go to a game and be treated as a VIP. Get chances for Whalefin when they do these future NFT airdrops to be whitelisted and at the top of the list. I mean, it's cool stuff. And when we had Mabel on, she explained how they actually get a um, the, the, the money from those sneakers. So as those sneakers are bought and sold, that percentage that comes out goes to them. So then they're incentivized to keep giving these VIP experiences and real-world utility things to, to, to keep supporting the sneakers because they're making money off them. First 200 are on the Ape Realm. And then, according to Mabel, the, the other 801 could be on Solana, could be on BNB, could be on Ape Realm, could be on, on wherever. And how we earn those, who knows? Maybe it's a FOMO snapshot. Maybe it's a, you know, another raffle. Maybe it's a social media challenge. It could be anything. Um, and these are that's just the first big partnership we know there's more coming, right? We know there's this line social media app partnership coming. We know that there's some kind of a film IP partnership coming that we've been told it's tied to anime. Um, and we know that they've promised, hope that they that they, they live up to this, to prioritize the OG realms, to prioritize Solana, prioritize BNB. And, and that might be a tough ask because Mabel also told us um, live on this podcast that, you know, when they go to these big partners, like an Atletico, like a, we talked about the ASICs, Genesis sneakers that are on BNB that you need to have Trevor on a couple weeks from now because we're going to have some news that Trevor can tell you about the real world utility of ASICs Genesis sneakers, right? But the thing is, these partners, Atletico, ASICs, Line, whoever it is, they ultimately get the choice of what realm they want to put their their sneakers on. Um, and so it's, I think it's on Mabel and Trevor and the team to convince them, hey, we really want you to put them on all three. Here's the benefits of having your sneakers on all three realms. To encourage them to do it, so then Stefan can live up to their promise, prioritizing the OG realms. It's gonna be fun. It'll be fun to see how it plays out. Let's do another quick lap. Quick lap, K10. One, one. How about a fast question for TJ on something? Something silly. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your favorite food, TJ? What kind of food do you like to eat? Ah, uh, spaghetti. Yum. Carbs. Classic. There you go. Yep. Tried and true. Dan. Love it. I said this before the podcast. I said every time I meet someone within the, the Stefan world, they're always jacked. And I feel like no one has runner arms. Like, why is everyone so buff? <laughs> um, what, what ratio of like, yeah, I know. Um. Look at us in the top row. We're so huge. Um, Massive. What ratio of like cardio versus strength do you incorporate into your actual everyday, everyday life? Uh, my cardio really is, um, is using a jogger in seven. That's all I use uh, or have been using, you know, since April. Uh, I will, like, want to get back in the gym type of stuff. I do a lot of row machine. Um, and then every now and then I'll do, like, a, a, a run, maybe, like, a, a, just a couple-mile run. But uh, it's, it's hard for me to run, man. Ever, even in high school when I was in track, I could, I could do, like, 400 meters. Anything past that, do, like, my lungs are dying. No matter how much I condition, so I just, I'm not built for that. I'm looking at that uh, chin up bar that you've got in the background, and I'm like, that scares me. See, I love running, I'm trying to lift my body weight. No oh chance. yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's, <laughs> challenge yourself. <laughs>
Love it. Beth? Um, so keeping on with that pull-up bar, did you do Fire Launcher's challenge and how many pull-ups did you do? Uh, I did not do his I did not do his challenge. But we could do that right now if you want. Good. <laughs> absolutely. Here's the thing, Beth. Beth, not, my, Beth, you might not be aware of this, but if you look around TJ's room, he actually has a streamer set up. He's got the mic. He's got the multiple monitors. He told me secretly that he's actually done some broadcast on Twitch. And what, what most Twitch streamers won't tell you is we don't actually wear anything below the camera. So he probably can't stand up to go to the chin-up bar right now. But, you know... I don't know. Can you confirm or deny? That's messed up. Pigs, why are you telling us? I can't confirm nor deny. <laughs> Definitely not going to deny. Gonna <laughs> take your shirt off. <laughs> it's like, do some pull-ups and take your T-shirt off. There you go. Let's do that. Fair. Maybe on the next challenge. That's it. That's it. Pull-up bar stream. Okay. I did do. I did push-ups. So I did the push-up challenge. I was in. I don't know if I was shirtless. No, I think I had like a, a tank top on. I want to know quantity. I said, how much? Not how much did you take your shirt off? That was my question. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting confused now. <laughs> okay, pass. I love it. Any topics on your background, TJ, that we have not hit that you want to make sure we go into before we hit hot topics for the week? Um No man, like like you were saying, it looks like um, I guess we'll get in that in, in some of the hot topics. Cool, cool. First sneaker, do you remember? Very first sneaker you had in Steppen? I had a Walker. Walker. Yeah, I still have it. Actually, I gave it to my mom. Perfect. Use. Yeah, I love that. Keep it in the family. Very, very cool. Let's dig into it, chat. We got a bunch of hot topics. We're gonna bounce around the room. Everybody's gonna get a chance to pick their hot topic and give their comments about it, and everybody else will comment as well. We are going to have, as we do each and every week, a live Q&A. So you guys can ask your questions of the entire cast live in Twitch chat. And we'll bring those questions up right on stream and answer them. Um, we do have uh, some some cool stuff going on with the podcast itself as well. So I may hint at some of that throughout. Um, we have uh, an announcement that we made last week that we are the number one most watched and listened to Steppen podcast in the world. We are, of course, on many, many different platforms, Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. All of them. I've got four sponsors lined. We'll be making announcements soon about how we'll have four sponsors for the podcast, and we'll have one major sponsor each week. Kind of rotate around, but to be able to tell all four, and there'll be things like uh, things that that we, that we commonly use that you'll get to to learn more about and get some discount codes for. That should be a lot of fun too. Hot topics for the week. We got Lady of Crypto uh, interview with Yon. We got Yon's university presentation, Step in Ember, it's a movement video, the before and after challenge, the challenge this week, community's disappointment that these are social media challenges and not in-app challenges, Electronic Zoo, Beth up there with the 50 tickets and the booth and getting rejected for foot massages from K-Train. What the hell? I don't know if you guys are following this on social media, but I, I, I want more details because I've been following and K-Train has this, this thing about feet. And he kept talking about his feet and his shoes and deodorizing them and taking off his <laughs> shoes on the plane and taking off his shoes in movie theaters and like feet, 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 feet. <laughs> but then Beth wants a foot massage and he's scared. So I have to know more details about this. Atletico de Madrid, we can talk about these 180 whale fin sneakers that went out in the last couple of days. The 20 that went out from Steppen and the criteria that they picked to send them out. Um, all the apps that the development team's building. I got to have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Jerry and really dig into his mind these apps he's working on. I recently had a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Jan and I got to really dig into 
uh, to a lot of the achievements and leaderboards and marathons and all that stuff too. So we can go into that. Solana Spaces Miami I mentioned. Ar Armandi's Sombrero Shop. Um, so many cool topics. Who wants to go first? Hey, you got one of those? I got you top left today. You got one of those you want to <laughs> dig into? What um, sounds fun? Well, let's see. I think Armandi has been such a gem for this community. I think he is just amazing. He's such a positive spirit. Let's all give him an uh, animated just... dance so we can like screen cap it. And... <laughs> you have to blink though you have to blink in your is that what it app. is <laughs> uh. <laughs> so he made fun of me right so we had this ongoing joke about beards uh because i hate them he's got a very very long and full one uh so he likes to make fun of me so he gave me a mustache with my sombrero and he also made fun of how i roll my eyes in the podcast too like he was he like made me go like this and i was like but then i watched the podcast again and i do that so i was just like okay that's fair <laughs> uh, but i think that he's amazing his uh his badges that he's collaborated with fire launcher on to reward the uh contestants the different in the different ideas and and challenges that that fire launcher has i think he just brings much needed lightheartedness and whimsy to to the step in community so i would shout out to armandi like i think you're doing a great job man uh love you and uh keep keep doing what you're doing because it's colorful it's vivid it's fun it's exciting uh, and it makes us laugh and it's really fantastic. So, uh, I was not super happy that I had a mustache with my sombrero on, but, um, you know, it's, a uh, it makes somebody laugh then fuck it. You know, why not? <laughs> I think it's awesome. It. I mean, it started with the video of, of everybody at the table for the anniversary dancing to step in Ember. And then he went from that to, Oh, we, we, we forgot this person from the table and okay, this person. And then all of a sudden everybody in the community wanted their sombrero hat. And it was a sombrero shop and he was adding to everybody. But even before this, like the AR and VR stuff that he's done in the past with the, 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 the shoe boxes. And that, that's the whole thing that Beth's been teasing K train about. That's where the whole foot massage thing came from was, was in, it was in one of his videos of, you know, this was a scroll, not a minting scroll, but a, you know, a foot massage oh, scroll that was, that was in the box. So, yeah. so like, there's been so much that the community has mm. come together around because of this man's Twitter feed and his videos that he's created and the talent that he has. And then I saw as a part of the board before and after challenge, like his personal growth, you know, and, and what he's had and the dude's just killing it. Um, we, we mm. can, I, I think we, I think we're allowed to admit, aren't we Beth, that, that he is lined up to be a future guest in a future week we haven't laid out all the guests that we have for the month but he is one of the ones coming so we'll get to learn a, a whole lot more about him dan what do you think did you get your sombrero well, yeah i did i got my sombrero uh very very happy with that uh i felt like i was missing out until i got mine but he he taught me about the difference between ar and vr like i never actually thought about that but obviously augmented reality versus virtual reality and i would love like imagine like Stepping with actual augment, aug augmented reality. Wow, that was a tongue twister. Um, but like where you actually do what he does, where he goes around in public and he finds these mystery boxes and he like, like that would be just, you know, it's kind of like Pokemon Go on steroids. It'd be so cool. <laughs> like, I'd love that. I feel like if this game keeps going for 10 years, like John and Jerry want, that's going to happen. You know, I, I come from the world of Niantic. I started playing these type games with Ingress where you go out in the real world. It was owned by Google. You're being tracked by satellites. 
real-world locations became these portals. There were two teams, and you had to battle and fight over the portals. And, and there was this AR, VR thing happening in the app where we'd do these massive live events with thousands and thousands of people at them. And like, and like you could hold up your phone and see this live character come through the portal and like give this speech and talk. And they've taken that from that to Pokemon Go is that same company, Niantic. They've mm. got Pikmin Bloom. Pikmin Bloom, you're planting flowers throughout the world, out in the real world, walking and, and playing a game. And then and then you, 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 you get these things that hatch into these little Pikmin that can go and collect these prizes and you can level them up. And then AR, I can look at the, you know, the, the, the Appalachian Trail that I'm, I'm hiking on and the little stream. And I look through my phone and there's my little Pikmin sitting on the trail, walking up to the stream. And, and, and so you're interacting with this AR. Like there's no reason why stepping can't have at some point where we're out on a step and earning session and we we're walking along the path and we check our phone and we're seeing through the video camera our real world but then also you know there's a mystery box and you click on it and you just got a mystery box during your earning session and why not at some point have that be where it doesn't have to be on your phone and now all of a sudden your apple watch or your your, your whatever right vibrates and you, you you look at it and there's your your world and you collect your mystery box or it's your ar vr Glasses. We had uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. He recently did a, a Joe Rogan pod podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience. He talked about these Ray Bans that just have the one little, you know, microphone lens, and how there's some kind of like waveform technology that can like project this stuff so that it looks like a normal pair of glasses, but you're interacting with the AR and VR world and Meta and what they're doing and their latest version of their their full goggles and like I think we're headed there. I don't know that it's this year. I don't know that we'll get mass adoption right away, but 10 years from now, yeah, I'm, and I'm here for it. Can't wait. Beth? Yeah, it's it's so cool to see the potential of what Steppen can be, especially through the eyes of Armandi. Like his creativity has no bounds, has no yeah. bounds. And, and if Steppen wants me to do anything besides cardio for working out, this would be it because if I have to compete against TJ for a mystery box, like I will be, I will be getting my own pull-up bar so that <laughs> competing against him. It's so cool, and Armandi is an incredible part of of our community, and he was doing sombreros like nonstop yesterday, and I feel like I hope he has some like ergonomic setup or something like that because I felt my wrist dying with like all of everything that he had to do for it you know and it was kind of i was kind of creeped out by like how realistic like the movements were uh k10 when you're like when you were like rolling your eyes and like and then when he did tyson's right tyson's like mouth was moving and i was like oh this is this is crazy this is insane and then i'm a little bit creeped out by that part but everything else is so cool and so if i could like open up my phone and then like oh see there's a tyson like they're talking to me i think that would be pretty awesome <laughs> no it's not even what he does for a living either it's like his hobby awesome at it i can see crazy? that being a full-blown profession crazy. where he makes a lot of money off stuff yeah. like this one of the one of the things that zuckerberg was talking about on rogan's show was about how um like like the, the cardio and the fitness that you things and you can have the goggles that are mapping your face so they can see you moving in the real world. I think Rogan was talking about about doing one of the boxing apps within this AR VR world, and like what a great exercise it is. So imagine if you know some future world we're playing Steppen, and Steppen's not only monitoring like how we're moving outside, but can also monitor all kinds of cardio and all kinds of fitness and 
all of a sudden we're doing pull-up challenges and it's measuring how many pull-ups you do and you could earn gst and gmt and mystery boxes based on all kinds of different activities that are hard mm -hmm. to track right now because it's too easy to cheat um and if they were to implement some stuff in the game too soon i think it, it breaks some of the some of the stuff but cool stuff what do you think tj we, we already yeah, oh go ahead, go ahead. you're good you're good I, I we already have like a version of that like i have an elliptical trainer with a screen on it and it's it connects to wi-fi and i can go anywhere in the world with google maps and map out a route that i want to go on and i can literally on my elliptical trainer act like i'm walking through the streets of paris or or beijing or sydney it's insane like so so that's obviously you know not what we're talking about but there are, people are making baby steps in that area already because i think it's anything you can do to uh, lift your workout from kind of just the mundane walking in a gym on a treadmill or what have you. I mean, if you, some, many people don't live in an area where it's safe to go outside or if the weather sucks or whatever, you know, they want to be inside too. So I'm excited to see what Stepan has in store for us. I know that the, the main thrust is to be outside. I think anything you can do to kind of spice it up, you know, your, your, your little workout, I think it's exciting. And I think people are already, uh, they have ideas about it and I, I can't wait to see where it goes. Wouldn't it be crazy if uh, we lived in a world where it was actually fun to exercise? That would be so cool. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her, Shan. <laughs> it should be fun. It should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god bless you okay well it's like me <laughs> it's not fun <laughs> so but it's necessary so uh god bless you shannon your extraordinarily positive attitude beth and tj and james but i hate exercising so anything that i could do to make it more palatable uh, i'll give it a shot tj you're think up of the, think of the gains that should be able to, to make you want to do it or at least no, no, not really. <laughs> um, what? Uh, pick a topic? No, or, or, or ARVR, and then we'll rotate, and oh, then, okay. then you can pick a topic. Yeah, with so I remember back in you know like two thousand seven nine at Sharia. Remember like when Microsoft had Connect for Xbox, and they had um, uh, there's a dance game for it. Yeah, lots of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you see that kind of nowadays, like the dance, I don't know if it's Dance Dance Revolution. I don't think it's that, or Just Dance or something like that. Yeah, Just Dance, but, I think, was the biggest one. PlayStation had yeah. the same thing. They had the PlayStation Eye or PlayStation Move, and they had these little controllers that looked like ice cream cones that had the, the, the light-up balls on them, and you could play bowling. There was this high-velocity bowling, and there were these, like, all kinds of games. And you think about, like, Wii and the Wii Fit Board and how you would play those games on Wii and get on the Wii Board and all that. Like that's all coming back around now, I think, to mobile, AR and VR and all that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's all. I, I would have asked you to show us your favorite Wii dance, but now I don't. I don't want you to stand up at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but. Um, but yeah, but but I think some of that that technology, because um, you know, it was it was viable at tracking motions and movements back then. You know. 10 plus years ago. So I think uh, it, it, in some form or fashion, it's got to come along, um, you know, to recognize even like full range of motion type of stuff. Cause some of y'all be doing some push-ups with uh, T-Rex arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someday we'll be doing the podcast and we'll all be VTubers, right? And we'll all have virtual 
you know, avatars for who we are and we'll be interacting in this in this virtual space. Maybe it'll be within what's what's the new Solana one? Portals? I think it's called Portals. I think they're gonna have like the Solana Miami yeah. store in Portals. And uh I yeah. saw some of their tweets that came out and they've got like five, six different locations, one you can bring up in a browser and go kind of walk around in and play with now. I think it's the Atari one. You can actually like walk over to the old Atari computer and try to like unlock things and find things in the room and it's neat to see how this is all tying into the blockchain and Solana and Web3 and and all of it and how it's going to tie into Steppen. Oh, it will. Mm. Yep. Who wants to go next? Next big topic. Um, I'll say the lady of crypto because uh, I feel like that yeah. was kind of I, I, people were torn about that. Yeah. So for me, like I want to kind of lead off with I think I found a bit of alpha uh, in that, and that was uh, when he talked about ten minutes in. He talked about an in real life marathon event that. Stepan could be organizing for later in the year. And I kind of went straight to ambassador chat and I was like, guys, like, have I missed something? Like they're yeah. going to do an actual in real life event. No one said yes or no to it. But for me, that's kind of like always been in the back of my head of like a possibility of Stepan and it excites yeah. me as a runner. Cause I know how much, how much that'll draw a lot of users into Stepan, especially if like, say if you hold the NFT and then you get extra added benefits at that event, like, you know, a, a cheaper ticket or, you know, um, being able to access a certain area um, or different things like that. Um, and at 10 minutes, he talks about like, you know, sponsoring and having all these meetups at other events and then kind of says, and Stefan has one later in the year. But I don't know if that means towards the marathon mode, which we know is meant to be rolling out or whether it was actually towards an in life, like an in real life event. I don't know. I was kind of like, was that Alpha? Did he just like drop something? And then, but no one can tell me if it was the truth or not. I, I heard the exact same thing. And then I saw you go to ambassador chat and instantly type it. And in my mind, as I heard it, I was like, is he talking about marathon mode? We know it's tied into leaderboards and badges and all that. Or is he talking about things like the New York City Marathon that's stepping sponsoring, or maybe a different marathon where we're the main sponsor of the whole thing? Or is he talking about like a real life marathon that's just fully funded and set up and the whole thing's all stepping or you know could there be a thing in app where here's a step in marathon where no matter where you're at anywhere in the world we can all kind of start and go and all finish on our apps at the same time competing against each other like at some point i could see that happening too or, or is it all those mm. things and that's the truth it could be all those things just you know a little bit at a time here or there as they figure it out they got a million other things they're doing as well my 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 fun with watching that thing though was like the overall perception of the community Lady of Crypto definitely came across as a very independent interviewer. She's had mm. the team on before, right? She asked some tough, very pointed questions that she gathered, I believe, from her Discord server. Very pointed questions about where GST was at its peak and where it is now. And are you going to do anything to try to save GST? And like, really hammered him on some stuff. Mm. And, and my overall impression was that he didn't shake or pull back from any of those questions, no matter how tough they were very calm, very confident, had very well thought out answers for all of them. And it didn't feel like this prepped interview where she told him the questions in advance and said, had these, you know, answers that were written by marketing. I think he was speaking from the heart and the initial feedback I heard from the community would seem to be very positive about it. That, that, you know, this interview watching it makes me feel more bullish about Stepan because of how well Jan handled himself. Where in the past, I think the narrative had been when Jan goes on and does too many of these interviews, it got us in trouble and it hurt everything. I think this one really helped. What'd you guys think? Did you guys think it was good? Did you have the same impression that I did? What do you think, K10? I didn't hear it. 
Is that a reminder? But my my Twitter my Twitter reminders don't work. They don't alert me. They don't do anything. I must have a setting wrong. So I tried to listen because I actually follow her and I really like her a lot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I was excited to hear it, but I'm afraid that I I didn't. I didn't, didn't catch it. I just watched it on YouTube it, delayed. I didn't watch it live. I don't even know that it was a live show. Not, I, I think it, I think she just recorded it offline and then posted it to YouTube. I don't think she does it live. It was a was it a Twitter space? No, it was a YouTube or, video no, on the Lady YouTube. of Crypto he, YouTube okay, channel. Okay, okay, all right. I'll have to check it out then. Beth, what do you think? So, I didn't watch it either yet. But I've got two things for that. One, I, I want to know what TJ's thoughts are on it, and like what, what you, what TJ, what you got. For TJ's like, gonna be like, I didn't watch it either. You guys all suck. No. <laughs> Why'd you even bring me on? <laughs> um, oh yeah, <laughs> was just nerds. And I, and I, nerds doing and I watching these videos. That, <laughs> I mentioned it on, um, I mentioned it on when Women's Wednesday. Like, I don't know how people keep up with everything right because there's so many po podcasts that go on there's so many videos there's so many interviews town halls and everything and for someone who is working full-time and i don't have kids like if somebody has kids like i just i don't know how they keep up with all of this and so i think it's super important to be in those groups of people so that you can get those like snippets and and kind of like the summary of everything that is going on so i appreciate like the network that I'm in because I was able to like kind of get a summary of, of things that are happening, especially with that interview that I have not watched yet, but will. Uh, so then I'm going to pass it to TJ. I'm, I'm the King, King just... nerd. I'll take the title King nerd. I watch every <laughs> single jogging with barn dog. I watch every barn dog video. I watch every single dog house. I watch every step in daily. I watch every interview that Chitty goes on, that Mabel goes on, that Jan goes on. I watch, I felt so bad that I missed the university one that Chan went to because like that, that I, I seldom ever miss. And the funny part is, is that like if my icon is not up as one of the top people in any of these Twitter spaces, I get DMs from like 30 people we don't see your name there. Why aren't you there? You're always at everything. Best sent me one. Best sent me one. I'm like, I'm like, I know I'm doing something with my family. I'm going to listen to it in an hour because I, I, I legit show up and listen to everything. And it does, it gives you a lot of context, right? I can pick these pieces apart where shitty will go on the BFF Twitter space and she'll talk about the Twitter of web three. And then maybe will go on and she'll talk about this. And then Jan will go on and he'll talk about something. And then I'll talk to Jerry. And all of a sudden you put these pieces together and you go, crap i get it like like they're they're building this mm. social app that's a whole lot bigger than what we think it is but it, it's it's a lot you're right beth it, it's you would need i don't even know eight plus hours a day of just watching content to maybe keep up with with all this but stuff. not 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 just that though you need like a central repository of all the different events that are going on which we don't really have so they're scattered throughout um, the different media, right? So you have the medium articles, mm. you have Twitter, you have discord, you have, uh, it's, it's confusing. And, and even just trying to collate the different events that are going on can be exhausting as well. And so I think that it would really behoove Stefan to, if it were on the website or something to have like a calendar of, uh, of events. I mean, I, I don't think that, that that would be too difficult to program. I, I don't know. I'm not a programmer, but I think that it can be a little bit bewildering, especially for somebody who's coming into the space, doesn't realize that there are so many different outlets and avenues for the communication of information. So I'd love to see something that brings it all together in, in one kind of calendar-esque 
a format so that you could just be like, oh, okay, this is happening. And and it's so easy with uh, different things to have like, okay, it's happening in my time. You can just, this is just like a string of code that you can do it. So you can like, oh, it doesn't have to be like UTC. It can be, you can show it in time zone of whoever is viewing it. So I think that maybe if, if something like that happened, I think that a lot of these different things would get a lot more views. I think people just don't mm. know about them. Yeah, I think yeah. that's supposed so to be the point of Step and Daily News, right? They created yeah. Step and Daily News to be that repository uh, to have all okay. the events. So the theory is you follow this one Twitter channel and you turn on your alerts. Twitter. Because okay. you have Step all and right. Daily News on Twitter, you can see, okay, here's Jogging with Barn Dog. Here's the doghouse. Here's the, the, the Twitter space on Solana Official. Here's the, the, the Step and Community podcast. Here's the latest Step and Daily. Here's all the stuff. But, you know, like, like, like Step and Community podcast isn't on there. It didn't go up, so it's not perfect yet. I think they still have to like, right. like include and everything also, to have it all there. I don't think mm -hmm. I saw an announcement about that in Discord either. So it's like, oh, if you already were on Twitter and knew about That's it, the then you would be informed about this. But like, if you're not in Twitter, if you're one of the seven hundred thousand of us in Discord or whatever it is, yeah. let's say you don't use Twitter, then you have no. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. Mm. No idea. Yeah. So, no, I so that's. There's two pieces with that. So, like, I think I think Katrin's doing an incredible job with Step Daily News, and, and the fact that he's like quoting certain pieces of it is. Awesome. Uh, I would love to see like every single piece on Step Daily News. But the other thing is like, uh, Katrin, just like you, I hate Twitter. Like, and it's it's not Twitter's fault. I just don't know how to use it well, you know. And so like, I'm it's so Twitter's frustrated because I'm like, I don't. <laughs> no, it's not Twitter's fault. Sorry, no, Twitter. It's I don't. <laughs> it's my fault so because i don't i don't know how to use it like i'm not an expert with twitter and so like i don't know how to keep track of things so to the other point of like having things in app would be so awesome um i think that would be a future that i love because even like at izu somebody lived here somebody had step in and i was like oh did you win your ticket from step in and they were like oh no there i'm not on twitter so i'm like you have to get on twitter to be able to do all these challenges and stuff like that um, and get yourself seen more because that's like kind of the main spirit. But the, to the other piece, like if we could have it in, I think would be a pretty awesome thing because there's people who are not on social media at all. The vast majority, right? right? I mean, we've heard yeah. we had 3 million plus monthly users and at one point a million plus daily active users. And within the app itself, right right beside the little bar, there's those little circles that'll come up. There was the one little circle that had the bananas and you click on it and it told you about these, the, you know, the April and it's coming and it would give the link to a Medium article or a link to a tweet or whatever. I think that that the big things especially need to go in app like that. And that way when we have yep. Step and Ember and there's four, there's four weeks of challenges and each week's a different challenge and each week ties to a tweet where here's the instructions for this week and we'll get into it later in the episode, right? Of the before and after and this is what you have to do. Like that should pop up and there should be a little Step and Ember before and after challenge. You click on it, it takes you right to the thing. And that way the, the wider user base that's not on Discord, that's not on Twitter, that doesn't listen to Step and Daily every day or Step and Community Podcast once a week or Jargon with Barn Dog, they know about this stuff because they're just, they click on it in app and there it is pops right up and takes them right to the tweet and they've got it um, yep. we keep skipping tj, TJ. we got to get back to him <laughs> tj is your mom on twitter uh, i don't think so she might use facebook or something <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true, true. <laughs> yeah um as far as uh lady of crypto interview i watched it i didn't there was nothing really in there that was um I guess like surprising is a way to put it. It was all a pretty 
like I would just classify it as like solid solid info. I mean, he's he's basically just reiterating uh, what he was, you know, what the the plan that they've been executing um, so far. And if you look at the floor price, man, it hasn't really gone below like 1.25 in a long time, you know. So I think at least the bleeding pretty much has stopped uh, for the most part. You know, it still could go, go down a little bit more. But I think um, his focus in the interview on, you know, stolen BSC, I think that should have kind of jumped out to a lot of people that, um, you know, they're going to be bringing more stuff there, maybe not so much on the east side. So if you're uh, on the east side and you're wondering what's going to be done they do still have stuff coming to ETH but it's probably not going to be um, he said the priority isn't with ETH it's with the other two so stuff still coming just not maybe not as quick that was definitely something I heard throughout that too they are focused and prioritizing Solana and that's where the majority of the users not that they're going to abandon ETH I think they want all three to survive but they want to help not just the newest realm they Anything else anybody got out of the Lady Crypto before we move on? No? Good. I Shan! Think, uh, it, Go also, um, again, back to that April Spotify thing where he said ETH was going to be the third uh, blockchain. He also mentioned how we would use GMT to pay for like premium social features for mm. Socialfy when it came out. Yeah. So you could maybe also expect that uh, yeah. when they start rolling that stuff out. I've, I've heard that throughout, right? I, I've heard it directly from Jan and Jerry individually. And I've heard it in the monthly town halls and the previous AMAs and when they go on anywhere, that GMT will be the link of all of these. It doesn't matter if it's the NFT marketplace where we can buy and sell not only sneakers and, and gems, but other NFT, NFT launchpad where other NFT projects will launch, right? The, the social fi, the, the door decks, that's the number one decks on Solana, the all the pieces that they're building are all going to tie into GMT. They're all going to earn GMT and earn GMT. And you know, GMT is the, the glue that takes all these. I'm starting to think about it almost like this, this Apple-style walled garden of apps, right? Where if you bring in a new Web2 user, so much of what we see week after week after week is these people that get scammed in a DM, don't know not to share this, and don't know how mm -hmm. to do this, and accidentally delete their 2FA, and... They, they lose their assets because they, they don't know how to handle it. I think back to the early days of Apple, and that's what Apple was so good at, was taking people that aren't used to all this garbage, because the same thing was happening in the early days of the internet, in the early days of, of Android and whatever else, and Apple created this walled garden of the Apple App Store and the Apple iPhone, and you were protected and you were safe, and it was simple. That's what Stepin's trying to do. They're trying to create a group of apps where a new Web2 user can come in and they're using the step in game and they're using the step in marketplace and the step in launchpad to buy a different NFT and using the step in decks and they're not having to interact anywhere outside this wall garden. So, so maybe that can offer some consistency of UI and design and protection, I think would be the hope. And it's a big thing for them to try to achieve. That's what I get from them when I hear them speak and I talk to them individually. And I'm, I'm, uh, Shan, I want to hear about the, the university thing. He, uh, John also did a presentation at the local university. I guess it was a university that he went to himself, right? Mm. Is there one tidbit yeah. that you pulled out of that presentation? Because most of us didn't get to see it. Yeah, I think it like it went well with the uh, lady of crypto because uh, it was very much similar points, but in a different kind of 
way because uh, he obviously talks about the tokenomic system and that was kind of what the whole thing was about, talking about the tokenomics. And he says how it's like a flawed system, like obviously having a single token system. And then he talked about obviously having the governance token as the second token. But he also went on to kind of talk about using the NFT capabilities to kind of offset the tokenomics to kind of make it a more feasible long-term option. Um, so it was like a lot of the same stuff that he said in the Lady of Crypto. Um, and it's the same stuff he says all the time. And for me, it's like he's, they've got, for me, when he keeps preaching the same thing over and over again, it tells me they have a plan in, a plan in place. Um, whether it's, it's feasible, because obviously it's very much an experiment, is a whole other matter. But the way he talked about, obviously, the being game token, the governance token, uh, the NFT, and then focusing on the project itself tells me that they're going to be using, like they've done with Madrid, the NFT to then gain access to other benefits. And that's going to play alongside to kind of offset the tokenomics a little bit. Um, it wasn't like super, it was a very short little segment. Uh, but what he said, it was just the reassurance of like, you know, they've definitely got a plan with the tokenomic system and it's, it's, it's kind of starting to play out. And I think with the three realms, the NFT using all of them together to kind of balance it all out and make kind of a, a, a self-sustainable kind of ecosystem is kind of the goal. If, if it works, it'd be great. Uh, yeah, but it's a, an experiment. But he, yeah, it was a great little talk. And the other guests were very good as well because they talked about obviously the Web3 space as a whole and how it's expanding and growing and, um, you know, things that they were kind of working towards and making it a more mainstream uh, thing. So, yeah, it was, it was good. But uh, same stuff as kind of the Lady of Crypto, the stuff that he constantly goes over. Cool. I want to learn more about Electronic Zoo, Beth. This is a music festival in New York City. Steppen gave out 50 tickets for this festival, kind of a, a move to reward kind of thing, as opposed to like a move to earn where you're earning GST or GMT. This is for people that uh, that live up in that area, hopefully, right? They can earn these tickets to go to the music festival. We've got a booth that's there. We've seen some really cool pictures at the booth. Um, give, give us some details. What's it like? What's the vibe like? Are the, the Steppen people that won these tickets coming up to you guys and, and, and telling you, hey, I won the free ticket through Steppen to be here? Yeah, it's, uh, it's loud. It's very loud. <laughs> um, but, uh, I was, I was standing in line to get my wristband and there were like multiple people cause I was sure. And, um, they were like, Hey, we won your tickets. Thank you so much. And I was like, I didn't give them to you, but yeah, awesome. <laughs> you know, and it was so cool. Cause there were, there were a bunch of people who come up to the booth. We are handing out, um, water bottles. And we are handing out uh, these some cooling towels. I definitely want to steal one of these for myself. Um, so for these, you just soak them in water, and then if you put them around your neck, it's supposed to like cool you all up. Um, I thought that was shirts. And so, like at a skirts. I thought that was shirts. I thought they were like I was like that was like I saw them at the booth, and I thought that were the shirts. I wish I, I wish they were shirts. That would be awesome. Yeah. But like no, cooling towels are amazing. Yes, cooling towels and are the shirts. You know, there's not many shirts at this festival, so uh, people are not wearing them. That's alpha. The cooling towels are very appropriate because they're all like dancing and like in the mosh pit and everything like that. So it's really cool to see people like I saw them like cooling to heads and necks. There's you couldn't really bring any liquids in yourself, so having these water refill stations so. So many people are coming up to try and get so that they can like not pass out dancing and um, stimulants that they have. 
at that festival. <laughs> are, are you saying that there might be some pharmaceutical enhancement going on while you're there? Oh, no. No, I meant like the music. Like Oh, the music stimulating. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're high on life. Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, high on, high on life. <laughs> uh, but our booth is, is so awesome because every, every tent is like a white tent with like a white sign and purple writing. It's pretty, pretty beautiful. Like drinks and food and stuff like that. And then you have ours which is like black tent and the neon green um, signs. And then there's like LED lights. And so we, we glow um, at this festival. It's really cool. And so people are coming up and showing me their steps. They're showing all of the steps they've taken. And I swear every person in New York should have step in on their phone because the amount of steps that they take to walk everywhere, they, they walk everywhere or they take the subway to go somewhere and like, the amount of steps they have destroys the amount of steps I take in, in, you know, we were walking around yesterday uh, and just sightseeing with a lot of space. We were walking around the city and looking at all of the big buildings by 3 PM before, before the, um, before the festival started. Um, we had, I had clocked 14,000 before, before anything had, and I was like, if you live in New York, you need to have step in because you're doing you're doing all the steps anyways. And so people were coming up with like twenty thousand steps, and like you see them like shuffle away, and I'm like, teach me how to do that dance, and I don't know how to do that. Uh, <laughs> but it's incredible, and everyone is so grateful. I mean, getting free stuff is something that everybody wants. So we have so many, and everybody's getting them, and they're representing something. You see stuff everywhere. So I'm trying to get like videos of people with the merch without being like super creepy and I don't know if I have to ask permission or anything like that. Just like zoom in. <laughs> Get more creepier. Yeah, you know. That's that's the reputation I want to be the, the creepy step in person. <laughs> I think I think all you need to do to be the creepy stepy per step in person is to take that cooling towel and suggest people they're supposed to wear that as clothing. And that can get really <laughs> creepy really fast. Like if you hand that thing to K-Train and say, okay, K-Train, here's your pair of shorts today. Have fun with it. Like, it could get weird. No, I was gonna say, like, I think you need to cover up a little bit. You should probably <laughs> See, it is a shirt. Just tell them, what's that called, a sarong? Where you like, you, I, you wear a... I, what you see is probably like 10 times more than what people are wearing. <laughs> I was gonna say every every music festival I've ever been to is that's a pretty wild time. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I think it's pretty thematic with every music festival. It's like people wear costumes or yeah. you know a, approximations of costumes. They wear parts of costumes, uh, and you'll see just like you know twelve year olds scampering around, and there's like a lady you know in fishnets and a and a thong, and then like a you know some sort of see through robe, and you're just like. I mean, it started with Coachella and then the virus like infected all of the other, because we have ACL here in Austin, right? And so yeah. the last time, you know, I, I dressed relatively modestly, uh, like t-shirt and a pair of jean shorts, right? <laughs> like just that. <laughs> and I'm like walking around and there's just like bitches walking around with like everything hanging out. And I'm like, if I had known <laughs> that this was socially permissible yeah. uh, i still wouldn't have done it but i wouldn't have been as indignant about other women doing it because i was just like okay so so just all social norms have completely been exploded 
All right, fine. All right. No for next they, time. Thanks. You know, they are having a good time and I'm glad that they're having a good time. <laughs> and the men around them are having a good time. And the other girls around them are like having a good time, depending. Uh even I was just like, but you know, it's like if you don't know the rules of the game, can you play? Oh yeah, I, I did not know coming in. I mean I, I saw pictures, but I, I, I really <laughs> I don't know how we got on this topic. It's a generational <laughs> thing, though, right? This is a totally normal generational thing. Woodstock and Coachella. And you think about, like, like throughout every generation, they've had these things. And you think about what we've gone through for the last two years, right, with the pandemic. Yeah. Why would there not be another Roaring Twenties where all of a sudden we've all been cooped up for two years? We want to get out and be nuts because we haven't been able to to be around people or to interact with people mm. or go to live concerts or go to live music festivals. So, so thank goodness that we actually are at a place as a society in a world now where we can gather with other people and actually have music festivals be a thing. Like, that's awesome. We should celebrate yeah. that. I think my thoughts kind of show our, my age, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you, need to, you, need to, you need to cover up, honey. <laughs> <laughs> the music's loud. It's hurting my ears. Oh. <laughs> You're at a music festival. <laughs> I've loved your videos, Beth, throughout every piece of your journey that you piece together the video, like on, on the airplane and stuff. If you were to make a video of you going up with diff, going up to different women and telling them they need to cover up and give them all the, the, the towel, that would be hysterical. Women? It would be offensive as hell, but it would be hysterical. The men are the ones that are need to take it to the men. Take it all the men also, and tell them they need to cover I've, up. I've seen a lot of butts. I've just seen a lot of butts. But you know, it's I'm just, not gonna. I'm not gonna go around. The whole wardrobe is just a shoestring. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go fit? around. I'm not gonna body shame or anyone. Like, if you want, if you want to be free, this is your festival. You paid for this, so you you do whatever your heart desires, and yeah. I will. I will keep. My the beauty on. is, you don't have to body shame anybody. You just give out the towels. Right, and the viewer that watches the video clip together can make their own assumptions about what it means that you're giving towels to certain people. <laughs> it will keep you cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other cool thing is that everything is is like glow in the dark at night, and so there's like LED light. Like the people who make the costumes, they have lights on their costumes, so like their masks are glowing. Um, they've got like glow sticks everywhere and stuff like that. And I've seen a lot of light up shoes and I'm like, I want those. Like I'm, I'll post mm. a video of a shoe later, but I was like, I want those shoes. They look like in the, like in the step in number, step in temper, step in ah. number video, like their shoe is glowing and I want that. And it's not one of those like little kid Velcro light up shoes. It's every piece of it is like flashing light. Although I do like Velcro. Perfect transition. We got the Steppen Ember videos that came out. We got the whole marketing campaign. It's a movement. Uh, the the If you haven't seen them, they're great. They're, we've got an official YouTube channel now. You can watch uh, two different versions of it. And in these videos, you see their shoes turn into light up neon anime sneakers. What does everybody think about the video? You guys think it was it, it was well done? Did you enjoy it? Is it, is it hit the mark? I'll go for, like, so the first thing I thought, and it's funny because I saw it and I was like, there was a lot of running. Um, and I was like, is that just me seeing that? Because I know with park run, I don't know if many people are familiar with that, but a lot of people get par scared away from doing park run, even though you can walk there because it's called park run. And I feel like with the video, it kind of did that a little bit as well. And my, my partner who I showed the video as well, and said, oh, like, look at this. And she goes, there's a lot of emphasis on running. I feel like at the end of the video, they had like, a couple that are walking in the forest 
But apart from that, it was all running. And I'm like, does that kind of send a message of like, you have to run to use this app? So that was kind of my first thing. I'm like, I would have liked to see more, more walking or like more like strolling with a friend or something like that. Like the video was impeccably done. Like it was a very good marketing and very cleanly put together. But I think there was too much emphasis put on running and like the only walking in the whole video was at the end. And for me, I want people of all capabilities to use this app because you can run, walk, you can, you know, crawl if you really want to and if they see that video are they going to firstly go oh like is it running app or is it a movement app and yes that was like my first kind of thought of it yeah i I like the shorter version i think i saw first before the longer one and it was somebody like sitting at their desk working and then and then like they turned and the sneakers lit up and it was like get outside and that to me is kind of the message of stepping right is that you know get outside live a little Go walk, jog, or run. I totally get your point, though, about the other. What do you think, K10? You like them? Yeah, but I also I felt uh, sort of the, similarly to Shan, uh, especially like the connectivity too. So if you wanted to walk with a partner or like your grandma or your kids or you know mm. whatever, um, because it's you know we're not Strava, right? So that this is supposed to be uh, broad, broadly appealing. And so I thought, yeah, I mean. I liked it. I thought it was super cute, but I thought it could have more, uh, more of a connectivity, especially like, like I have a walker and, and a jogger and I'm happy with those. I'm not, I used to run it. I used to run track actually, uh, in high school, I ran the 800 meter. Um, and I would routinely go on 10 to 12, um, <laughs> run mile runs. And this was in Colorado Springs, uh, which is a high altitude. Uh, and, uh, so I feel like I have paid my dues. I, do, I fuck running. I, I don't do that as shit anymore. <laughs> I walk around my neighborhood and I feel like I have discharged my obligation to my body. All right. So, uh, but I like to walk with people too. And so I think that, you know, let's not, uh, let, let's try to be more inclusive of all the different grades of folks and choose that we have to offer people uh not, not that i really want to criticize because that was it was super cute little ad but uh you know i i'm, I'm with shan on this one like they, they could have you know i think showing maybe people of different demographic ages would have been pretty mm. cute too just to show like a family walking because i know tons of people walk with their partners uh with their kids and like TJ was saying, he gave one to his mom. So, you know, kind of showing people walking together would would say, hey, look, this is broadly appealing. It's not quite so targeted to those who are you know, specifically fitness minded. But we all know that movement uh, is very, very good for your health, even if it's just a gentle movement like walking. It does not have to be intense. So I would say, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see if, if they make a second advertisement, I'd like to see maybe kind of like a little family uh, of multi, a multi-generational family walking uh, together. So TJ, we're going to need you to make a commercial of you and your yep. mom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> honestly, when, when I listen to Shitty, Shitty always talks about how, you know, the app brings all those diverse, different styles together. I think she talks about the, the the mother pushing the pram, which I didn't know what the hell that was. That's a stroller, right? With the baby in the stroller coming mm-hmm. to these events. She talks about the live events and how it incorporates so the grandma's there and the mom pushing the prams there and all these different things. Knowing her mind and the way that she thinks about marketing, 
I would not be surprised as the month comes on if we don't see videos and, and, and imagery that connects all those things. It just didn't maybe focus on it as much. We, but I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all if walking and pushing him and, you know, grandma and, and all that stuff doesn't make an appearance at some point during the month. Um, and, and, and if they don't have that plan, we will certainly take that back to them as a suggestion. I think it's important for them to hear it, you know, that it's not just runners. It, it's everybody for sure. Yep. Who didn't cover it? TJ, did you talk about the videos? Uh, no, I thought, just like you said, I thought the, the shorter one was better. Kind of like uh, explained what, you know, what the app was about, you know, a lot shorter than, because the, the long run was kind of like almost the same thing to me on repeat. You know, just different people putting shoes on and, and going off for runs. So uh, I think you guys all kind of had good criticisms of it. So if they maybe, if, I don't even think they showed the app, did they? Or or did, I think they did. I think the longer maybe one showed the like, app. I don't know that the shorter one did. I'd have to go back. And yeah. Uh, but it wasn't, maybe at the very end though, but okay. um, I, yeah, they could have trimmed that down, I think, and shown a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, I almost so. feel like the video's intention isn't to get people to download the app and play the game. Video's intention is to take the current community and the current user base and engage them in these month-long different challenge each week and to kind of show the imagery of the lightning bolts on there and the different stuff to give them that kind of creative juice of where you make your video for week one being the before and after challenge. You know, here's some ideas and things that you can mix in. Make your video for week two, the 12,000 step challenge. Here's some things you can make in. As you make yours one for week three, what's the week three? The burger burn where they have to go up the stairs, I think it is. And then what's week four? I think week four is the best running friends forever. And each one has a set of dates, right? So I guess we should explain it for those that are listening. Before and after challenge is week one. It's the second through the eighth. Challenge two is the ninth through the 15th of September. That's the 12,000 steps challenge. doesn't have to be all at mm -hmm. once. It could be you know, two different sessions in a day. It could be throughout the course of the week. Show us how you did your 12,000 steps that day or that week. Uh, challenge three is the 16th through the 22nd. That's the burger burn challenge. It has to do with like how much you can burn going uphill, going upstairs. So show us how you went upstairs. And I, I see people going to like monuments and these big staircases and crazy stuff and taking videos and stuff going upstairs. That one should be fun if they oh. lean into it. Week four is the, the 23rd through the 29th. That's the best running friends forever challenge. And that one should bring those communities together and, and with friends the prizes for this top 20 each week get a thousand gmt uh, there's also an overall grand prize for the month that's twenty thousand gmt so it's over a hundred thousand in gmt and prizes heard hence there could be other stuff in addition to this as well that's a lot of gmt that can be earned um, and the initial reaction i heard from the community was oh no this means only ambassadors only influencers only people with tons of twitter followers will be able to win and the instant reaction I heard from the team was, no, that's not the case. We purposely try to find the best videos from everybody, regardless of the amount of engagement or the size of your audience. Mm. And to prove it, they pointed back to Step and Run Challenge, which was exactly one of these, where it was the local scenery outdoor video. And the guy that won the number one first prize, I believe when he submitted his video, he had 10 followers on Twitter. And as the last time I checked, I think he's up to 21 followers on Twitter. They liked his video the best. They got the most votes of the ambassadors, and that won the number one spot and the Ape Genesis sneaker. I believe it was an Ape Genesis sneaker for Step and Run, wasn't it? And and didn't have to have any followers. So don't feel like um, you can't submit a video because you're not an influencer and you don't have enough followers. Trust me, regardless of who you are and how many videos you made, and how many followers you have, make your stuff, have fun, participate, 
you've got equal chance to everybody else of, of winning. And I think that's important for everybody to hear. Mm. James, I do, I do want to just uh, raise a question and, and a concern that I saw, yeah. uh, which is regarding doxing. And it is regarding making these videos on Twitter and showing who you are, your face, um, now we we know that Twitter is a bit different from like say Discord. Discord is much more anonymous, but or like Twitch, you know, is much yeah. more anonymous. But I'm wondering how could someone yeah. feel comfortable making say a before and after video, but not not awkwardly, so they're like blurring out their face or something yeah. weird. I think it's a great question. It's a great How question. do we address I, I, that? I, I think you have to look out there at the community and see what everybody's doing in all these other communities. There's no need for Stepin to have to reinvent the wheel. The reality is within oh, Web3 true, and within true. crypto, they're putting a Bored Ape Yacht Club ape on top of their face. They're putting a mutant ape on their face. Mm. They're putting a Utes list on their face. They're, 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 they're showing video that's from the waist down. They're showing like there's so many creative ways to not have to dox yourself not have to like you could be a, vo a vtuber you could be an avatar like have fun with it you could show an, an overweight avatar that then is a skinny avatar later it would probably win because it'd be creative and different you don't have to show your real human body certainly don't have to show your face you don't have to show where you live or what your real name is or any of that i think the more creative that you are and the more virtual metaverse you know show an nft as a face show the the step in sneakers as the sneakers I think you got a better chance of winning by not doxing yourself personally, but you just have to and be creative think, and have fun with it. Let's spread the message with that. I think, yeah. you know, let, let's, if we could get the team to say like, Hey, look, this is not have to be uh, you necessarily, you know, like Shan has been so open and honest and beautiful about his personal journey. Not everybody has that, that I'm not going to call it courage. I mean, Shan was very courageous to share that, but not everybody has that openness. Everybody's not the same. We're all quite different. So uh, I think spreading the message that you can participate in this challenge and have a chance of winning if, you know, even if you have an avatar, I think it's the, the, the text and the story that is really going to be what what decides the winners mm. uh how how intense you are, how how sincere you are. And if you don't feel comfortable your face out there then then that's perfectly fine uh we, we really want to hear your story uh, we don't need to know exactly who you are we don't need to see your face but what you can do if if you if you feel comfortable sharing your story then i would say we need to emphasize that that you are welcome and let me be really contest. transparent the winners are being picked by chan and beth and me and the other ambassadors right we go out as a team and we collect as many entries as we can we put all the entries up and the ambassadors get to vote and select and decide who wins. And I can tell you, we voted on the, the previous one, on the step and runs, right? We're the one that picked that guy with 10 followers to be number one because we're not looking for somebody that has fake bots that give a whole bunch of fake BS mm. interaction on a tweet and a bunch of fake likes and a bunch of fake comments. Like it's obvious to us when somebody goes out, we had entries that had that, right? And had a bunch of fake interaction. I tell you, for me, they go to the bottom of my list. I don't even vote for them. Because I realize they're trying to game the system. I look for people that are being authentic and being creative. And if you can be authentic and creative without doxing yourself and showing a virtual avatar or showing a, an NFT as your face or showing not even your body at all, but just like play with the challenges. Like there's no reason you can't do the 12,000 step challenges and there's no pictures of your body at all. You know, the same thing with the, with the up the steps, with the burger burn or with the friends or with the whatever. Like just be creative and have fun. And I promise you, the ambassadors are looking for the ones that are fun and engaging 
And we don't care if you've got 10 followers or if you've got 10,000. The guy with 10,000 and they're all fake, they're not going to win. I'll tell you they're not going to win. Yeah. Have mm. fun with it. Love it. Also on that, like, I think also knowing you don't have to do like weight loss, like a lot of people are like, oh, but I don't have before and after. And they're always thinking weight loss and like going a completely different avenue and people doing like focusing on like their mental health and, you know, other aspects like Georgina, which I wouldn't mention, she survived cancer and she's used stepping as like rehab um, to come back from that. That was one that like, went, I went, wow, that's, that's, <sighs> perspective i never even thought of um it doesn't have to be because i know people are like oh, i've only lost five kilos how do i translate that into a photo you know you don't really see five kilos loss and stuff and i'm like yeah but it doesn't it, you can it doesn't put it have to be, that. be creative with it and it doesn't have to be just weight loss like yeah. and yeah before and after. yeah so my my body hasn't really changed since before because i i was playing sports i, I hate running but i was playing like sports and team sports and stuff like that thinking of what i wanted to do so i'm gonna tell everyone before before I even make mine, so you guys can take my ideas and stuff like that. But thinking about the changes of how Stepin has changed your life, right? I drink less because I, I drink less alcohol because of Stepin. You when used I was to drink alcohol? Years, there was no, <laughs> 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 there was no way that I could I could drink and then run twenty energy and then wake up the next morning, and so it wasn't possible for me. I don't binge watch um tv anymore just because i don't really have that time you know like mm. i have to go to work and then at home like i'm walking for however many energy and then i'm trying to catch up with all these podcasts wait wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute I, i'm out like if you're going to be an ambassador and your recommendation is you can't drink alcohol you can't binge watch tv you can't you're taking away all the fun <laughs> things in life is that what i I'm have to do to play this game i'm out no, i'm done I'm, I'm turning it off is, see you guys it's been fun it's changed. oh my god been a good okay. time so dramatic, James. <laughs> <laughs> I turned off the webcam. Um, you guys can't even see it. It's like, I'm going to the zoo. That's yeah. right. I want I'm the e-zoo festival and all the naked butts and the alcohol. Let's do it. I'll get my steps in. Oh, I did. I definitely did get my steps in. But, like, there, those are not anything that has to do with my body. That, like, I mean, I guess internally. And those don't have to do with, like, I don't have to show my face for those. Um, so you do have to put in a little bit more effort to kind of think outside the box. But that's exactly what we want to see, to have different types of journeys with step in, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, if we just chose all the winners of, like, oh, they lost this much weight, then it's all going to be the same. But if we see those transformations of, like, how it changed your life and how it's impacted you... I think the different stories would be really good, not only for like publicity for step in, but also to show like how everyone has been impacted differently. Right. Yeah. It'd be my recommendation. Go ahead. Good. Sorry. There, so, so, you know, like TJ, for example, uh, you know, a serviceman with, with PTSD and injuries. Uh, I think that those sorts of sorts of, stories are and, I, and he's not the only one i know i know several people personally that have been through a similar experience and so i think that you know if if you feel comfortable and again it's what you feel comfortable sharing but these are the things that bring us together as a community because our community is not just folks who are hardcore cardio exercisers shown you know accepted no, i'm just kidding um but uh, we're, we're folks who are come from all different persuasions, all different walks of life, uh, pun intended. And uh, I think that what's really 
I, I honestly want to award a prize to basically everybody who enters this <laughs> contest has the courage to speak about where where they were and, and what they have achieved mm. because that requires a great deal of courage. It requires you to admit that you were in a bad place, which I think is one of the biggest things that, that confronts us in our society, right? Mental health. So if you have confidence to admit that you were in a bad place or you weren't what you wanted to be and you are on a journey to be a better person and to to be a healthier person both both inside and out both physically and mentally i i think that that is beautiful and i would encourage anybody to to show us that and don't be afraid uh of judgment don't be afraid of ridicule because it's 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 absolutely beautiful and i know it takes a lot a lot of courage to do something like that but i personally am so inspired by by people's stories and so you never know but sharing your particular journey your particular story could could do for another person mm. it, it might help another person you never know Without a doubt. So well said, Kay. And you're you're 100 mm. right. I mean, Chan is is the face of this week, right? His pictures literally on the tweet because of where he has come in his journey before and after. I saw some that have gone out this week that have been phenomenal. They got retweeted by Stepan Official and Shitty and you know Jerry and John. Thank thank you for sharing your story. Like like heart touching stuff. What what I would say um, as one of the ambassadors that's voting on this is don't feel like there's any one way to do this. It's not just about weight loss not just about mm. some personal sacrifice where you were in a bad place and now you're in a good place. Be creative, think outside the box. Lieber just said in chat, I've seen some stories, text and photos that are better than a great video production. I agree, it doesn't have to be video, mm. it doesn't have to be picture, it can just be text. And I would think that as we're trying to pick 20 winners each week, get a thousand GMT each, we're gonna try to think of like, okay, here's three or four that are about weight loss. Here's three or four that are about mental health. Here's three or four that are about some kind of injury that you recovered from. Here's three or four that are something totally different, something totally outside the box where it's like, oh, here's one that's a VTuber avatar and here's one that's text only. And here's like, that's the way our ambassador team thinks is we want to mm. highlight and celebrate the entire community and the diversity of the community. So don't be afraid to think outside the box and do something totally different than everybody else because chances are that's going to give you a better chance to win. Just copy what everybody else is doing. You might get lost in the shuffle, right? I think that that's that's probably really good advice. We're at an hour and a half already, guys, and I'm I'm having fun. I'm gonna try to get through as much more as I can. Um, one big topic I want to make sure we all talk about before we kind of go into a rapid fire is 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 the disappointment that we've seen from a lot of the community. And I think that's kind of the elephant in the room, right? A lot of people heard about Step and Ember and these challenges and these awards and these prizes, and they thought in their mind, oh great. This means marathons coming to the app. This means achievements are being added in the app. This means we're going to have these really cool social five things in the app where we're going to have challenges for the one year anniversary of Steppen. And then it was released. Their instant reaction was, oh shit, this is another just social media challenges, no different than what Fire Launcher's been doing. This is nothing in app. I'm so disappointed. Why is the team failing again? They've overhyped this and they've over whatever. And, th and this, is th this is another now missed opportunity. Now, knowing Jan and Jerry and the development team and talking to them individually and knowing what they're building, I know all that's coming, right? But we still have to continue to market the app and do this stuff at the same time. So I totally get that the community, some of the community is really disappointed. And I want you to know that as an ambassador team, we hear you and we're communicating that back up to the team and the team hears you. 
They want to put all that stuff in the app as quickly as they can. And it's all coming, right? We know there's achievements in marathon mode, leaderboards and badges and social app and the social fi. And we've talked about that already in this broadcast. That's all coming. But Step and Ember was not designed to, to be an all-in app month of challenges because mm. those, that stuff's not ready yet. And they're, they're trying to make it really good and develop it well. I, I want everybody's impression on that about the community's disappointment because I think, I think it's important that the community feels heard. And I think it's important too that we let you know as a community, not only are we hearing you, but we're letting everybody in the team know that we're hearing you. And we get that this isn't just FUD. You're not just haters. That you are the most passionate, loyal fans of this game. That you see the potential that Steppen has to hit these high levels of social buy and interaction and so much that it can do. And your disappointment comes out of love for the game, not hate for the game. And I think it's important that everybody hears that as well. Because sometimes in Discord, the, the impression that, that some people get is, you know, I have a concern, I have a frustration, I want to voice that, and then I get attacked for it just being FUD. No, it's not FUD. You're allowed to be concerned. You're allowed to be frustrated. You're allowed to communicate that. You're allowed to give us constructive criticism on what you'd like to see and how you'd like it to be different. And and we hear you, right? And and, and we're communicating that. And the team hears you. And I think you're going to hear the team continue to address it. Um, I, I don't know that I agree that they missed the mark with Step and Ember because I think they're doing the best from a marketing perspective of what that could be with social media challenges. But, man, personally, I wished it was all an app too. I've said that for months that I want all that to come. So I wish it was all an app. What's everybody else think? Um, um, I understand, I, like, oh, you're right. TJ, you go first. I, I was trying to fill the gap. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I think, uh, obviously, yeah, I wish that it would be an app. And I I would like to, to know if they still have over 100 developers like they said they originally do. Over 150 now. Yeah, I talked to Jerry. Is it 150? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And one of the things, I'm, I won't divulge too much of what Jerry told me. First of all, super nice guy. I learned about his family. Mm. I learned about his spouse. I learned about so much about, you know, where he went to school and why he lives where he lives. And not many people get to hear Jerry talk about that stuff. And so I hope we can bring him on as a guest at some point so that everybody can hear that stuff. Um, but I talked to him a lot about the development team. Right. And, and all these different projects they're working on with the NFT launchpad and NFT marketplace, and social app and marathons and leaderboards. Like they've got so many things. And one of the things that he communicated to me that I feel like I can share is that one of the one of the hardest things he has to do is to not have the entire development team work on everything at once. He's spider webbed out working on 50 different projects because there's no way to accomplish anything. You almost have to like really focus them on, okay, let's all do. And, and so they're divvied up into groups and there's a group working on this and a group working on this, but that's tough. That, that's the majority of his day is managing all those developers and keeping them focused and prioritized on individual things to get it accomplished in the game. Yeah, sorry, TJ. Yeah, no, sorry. And uh, I mean, that puts perspective into, in, into the sheer amount of workload that they have. You know, you might have 150 developers, but if they're if they're working on, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, all the, the side apps and then the mechanics that they have to put into the, 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 this one. Uh, it does take a lot of time. I, uh, it's really hard to give like a solid opinion on like, like what, what they should do or what they should be adding in without having all the, the knowledge of what the team knows. But um, some, I mean, they need some sort of social aspect, I think, in in the game like sooner rather than later 
because it you need that interactivity i think is what obviously a lot of the step in the community is craving because look we have to splash over into social media now to, to um be able to exactly. handle and, and, and take in all this stuff so it's uh i think the team can really um win a lot of favor with the community and not only provide those social elements but don't or at least try not to have it to a point where you know we have to spend twenty dollars or something like that to be able to use it. you know okay. you can have those features but you need enough to where it's 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 free or or relatively free um you, you need to get a lot of people doing it i 100 percent agree and that's not to take away from what fire launcher and so many other ambassadors are doing like they have provided a phenomenal service for this community what it's shown is how hungry the community is for this stuff to be in the app and when they're disappointed it's because they're so hungry for all these social features to be what i can tell you from my public conversations i've heard from jan and jerry and the whole team and also my individual private ones that i've had is that they took the nft launch pad that they were so excited about and shelved it to make social fi number one that's where they're spending mm. their time and attention right now because they get how hungry the community is and i think they would have loved to have launched all those features on September 1st to go with the birthday, it just wasn't ready yet. It wasn't up to their standards, what they wanted. So they're focused on that. They've even said publicly at the most recent monthly town hall, the, the launch pad, we're working on it. The NFT marketplace, we're working on it. We're going to put them on the back burner. We're focusing on social app, the social fi, getting all those social things into the game because we think that's the most important thing to have. So uh, mm -hmm. they need to keep communicating that, right? Building realistic expectations, yeah. communicating it. What's everybody else think about the community yeah. being disappointed? I, I, you touched on it earlier, James, and I think all it required, and I was like, I, I mentioned it in the ambassadors meeting and is just the little icon in app where it's like, you know, where the usual event thing is just to link it through. Um, for me, I, I, I really wanted to see that. I understand. And like being devil's avocado, um, I kind of, I understand why they can't do it in app yet because to build what Twitter is on the app is a lot of work. Like obviously having a hashtag where you can kind of access the hashtag and then you know, see everything in app is never, it's not going to be feasible for many, many years. Um, but just having something that kind of integrated into the app. So it kind of brings the community like into there and then sees it and then understands where they can go. Cause I understand from, you know, case perspective, a lot of people are in discord and Twitter or they're over at Facebook or they don't have a social media. So just ingrain, like integrating the app into the whole ecosystem of, you know, the social aspect is just like, just with the simple little icon, which doesn't take a lot of coding to implement, would have just made the world of difference, I think. Armandi, I need you to clip that. I need you to zoom in on Shan. The devil's avocado is amazing. You do not have him with an avocado head and devil's horns. You're doing something wrong because that just like, <laughs> that joke just sold itself with that audio clip. That would be absolutely, no, I agree with you completely. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of want to want to see the devil's guacamole. Hey! <laughs> Spicy. Devils of avocados, perhaps not. Um, I will say that I think that one of the major concerns of the community, and it is an enduring concern, is why the attention, the resources of the developers and Yon and Jerry are so diffuse. We don't understand it. As a business owner, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand why they're trying to launch so many things simultaneously 
diffuses their energy. It's frustrating. They're using the fees that they garnered from Stefan to facilitate and uh, to, to pay for these different endeavors. That it's very difficult to be enthusiastic about an NFT marketplace or door or any of these initiatives because we this they got their money from us and we don't I don't understand as a business owner why they are trying to achieve so many initiatives if not simultaneously, then rapidly. Uh, th this makes no sense to me. And I think that many people don't understand it. Uh, we've also been all over the map with the water bottles and you know, now it's this, now it's that. It's very confusing. What the community does know is that the, the money came from the community and not only would we like to see where it's going, but also some of the more business-minded of us and the more passionate of us who really want the project to succeed question why they are pursuing so many different initiatives at once, because that is not traditionally a recipe for success. While I understand that crypto moves quite, quite quickly, uh, I also understand that that just because it's crypto does not mean that it excludes normal business practices and, and normal business models. So I don't understand why, and I don't think the community understands why they're using the fees and our money to expand into these different areas, so many different areas at the same time. And I think that's exactly what the community is thinking and feeling and hearing. And that's why I love that you're here, Kay. Because you're the voice of the community. Because that's what they all say, right? My my perspective is the opposite from like a complete 100% business perspective. I better take all the game and all the emotion and all the seeing what Stepin could be out. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I'm just a CEO. And all I care about is the bottom line. And all I care about is how do I build uh, uh, value for my investors? How do I grow this company, right? I would be doing 100% what they're doing with all these other apps. All my focus and attention would be on the NFT marketplace, knowing that it could buy and sell all these different NFT projects and make a percentage of all of them. It would be on the NFT launchpad where new NFT projects could be launching and they describe some kind of a voting system where maybe the community gets to vote on which NFT project gets to launch next. It would be on the DEX, that's the number one DEX on Solana and could be the number one on BNB and Ethereum. Think of all the money that that could generate. It would be on the social app they've described as the Twitter of Web3. Imagine if you could own the corporation that owns the Twitter of all of Web3, how much money that would be worth. And then there's the Smack and the multi-chain wallet and all the other things they've talked about as well. From a business perspective, all of that in a down market for crypto makes the most sense to spend all their time building all that. But I think the community doesn't want to hear any of that. The community is frustrated and, and they don't want to hear, all they want to hear about is what are you doing to the app? What are you doing to my sneakers that I spent all this money it's not, on? It's not just that, James. The, 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 the community has a legitimate concern because these, these forward-looking initiatives are financed by our, our 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 transaction fees so it's it's not uh it's not quite the same i own a business uh if i said hey guys you know i i'm going in a great direction uh thanks thanks for thanks for the cash uh that i think is the frustration and 
might not be a legitimate frustration, but personally, I think it is. No, I think it's so legitimate. And I think it has to be back. Look, I think it's look totally backwards. legitimate. If I spent $30,000 buying sneakers and my sneakers are not worth that anymore, that's a legitimate frustration. And you wanting to know what the team's doing about stepping, about the game, about GST, about GMT, about my sneaker, about the floor price, about wanting to open up the app multiple times during the game, about seeing the floor price come up. Like, that's legitimate. I'm not saying it's illegitimate at all. I'm saying that's what the community wants to hear. The team is often talking about these other apps that I think from a business perspective are smart. But the community doesn't want to hear about the other apps. They want to hear about the game and about Socialfy and about marathons and all these things they've been promising for so long and prioritizing the OG realms and what are you doing for Solana and great, make Stepping great again. Where's, where's the proof? Like, do it already. Show me these partnerships on the older realms. Show me the stuff that you're doing that's actually going to raise the floor price of the sneakers, stabilize GST, you know, start earning GMT. All the stuff that we know is coming, we want to see it come. And I think that's the frustration of Step and Ember and September 1st is they expected some of that stuff was going to come now. And now they're hearing, oh, this is just social media. It's off another month. And I get it. It's legitimate frustration, right? And it's tough as ambassadors because we hear it every day. And we need to hear it because I think it's important. That's what the community thinks and feels. No doubt. Go so, ahead, Beth. So I agree with both of you. And as someone who does not have a business background or anything like that, I think I think this all boils down to communication, right? And if they are going to have this big vision, right? K10, I love how you said before, like that that they have incredible vision. They have all these great ideas, but you were talking about how like how they execute it. And I think part of that is communication. And so it's hard for, I'm going to assume that it's hard for them of, of what they can tell us and what they can't tell us, what they can promise and what they cannot promise. I would love to see like a timeline of, of their vision to see like what their goal is coming out and everything like that and how it all ties in to coming back and helping the community. I understand that it takes time, right? Um, but having that connection of, oh, we are building this and we are building this and oh, we are building this. But also, Shan, like you said, like Jan is repeating a lot of the same things over and over to emphasize that point. So if they could emphasize that point of this is how it will help the community, I think that would help a lot with the community members. However, from my perspective, I don't know what they are allowed to say, what they are not allowed to say, because we have had a lot of instances with like overhype and under delivering. And so it's a very delicate line. And I'm really glad that I'm not Yon or Jerry. because mm. <laughs> I don't have to kind of, kind of balance on that, on that thin line. Um, but I would love, I personally, as, as a, as a community member, as someone who is using the game, I would love to have that communication and hear that from, from not just from us, but from like the step in official account from a medium post, from something from Yon, um, to, to, to tie it all in together so that our community can kind of see that big picture that they are seeing, you know? I think you I nailed think it then, we're... though. Oh, sorry. Like, you kind of said it, though, because obviously there's a lot of other apps out there copycatting Stepin, so they can't give away too much information because otherwise someone's going to build it before they can build it. So as much as you want to see the timeline laid out in black and white, if you see it, so do the other projects. So they've got to stay ahead of that while still trying to build a sustainable business model of like actually making this, this feasible because the pool of money isn't just going to continue forever. So they've got to build out these little mechanisms to obviously make it long-term. And, and like Jorn said it in one of the, I can't remember which one it was, but he said, 
in the current market, they don't want to be putting too much out. They're waiting for the right market to then roll everything out. And I know for a lot of people who want that now, but I want it today. Really hard to hear. I know, but it'd be really hard to hear. But I, like, yeah. I'm kind of like, and I think I don't know if I see it in a different mindset. And I sometimes find it hard to understand um, because I, I'm I'm looking five years down the track, and that's I, I invested with that mindset of five years down the track. And when they're telling me, you know, we're holding off, I'm like, that's fine. I'll just keep running and burning my energy and blah blah blah. Um, because you know, they need to put these mechanism mechanisms in place to make this sustainable long term. Otherwise, it's just. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. See you later kind of thing. And and I don't want that for Stefan. I want to see it here in 10 years' time where we can have the AR rolling around and stuff like that. I want that in, in our society. So, yeah. TJ, so I want, I I want your that... input. Go ahead, go ahead, Kay, and then we'll get TJ next. Okay. So I think that we really need to – we really do need to address – issue of decentralization versus centralization here because what is basically happening is that folks who are being onboarded from web 2 to web 3 via Stepin are not understanding that this is a decentralized uh, web 3 app uh, if it is even that I don't think it is so I don't think it's, it is it's not maybe, regulated. maybe that's the problem is it, okay. it, it's being miscommunicated I think it's a centralized I, app I think the majority of what it is it is, is centralized too, and maybe they're trying it's over not time to add in like the benefits of blockchain right and, and right. I, I think you've we've heard shitty say that we've heard Mabel say that I think I've heard Jan say that is they want the okay. app to be the centralized app right that then can bring on and bridge web 2 to web 3 and give them some of the benefits of blockchain but I think they're moving towards this Apple style walled garden of not decentralized because the reality is if the full right. step in game was on solana you break solana like the game doesn't function they, they've got it set up and ready they were going to transition it over and and solana can't handle the transactions per second of like all of us right. earning of all the time like it doesn't work as a decentralized fully decentralized app you know and we have to think about the the mentality between folks who who come from a centralized background, a centralized governmental background, where if if you have a grievance financially, there is an authority to address that grievance. So this is decentralization. And I am passionate about decentralization. And I think it is wonderful. I think it is freedom. But at the same time, I understand that there are folks who are scared and and don't want to get taken advantage of. And this is just, I mean, you know, scams, thieves. But the fact of the matter is, in, with step and bridging between Web 2 and Web 3, we, ha we have got to address the psychology of transitioning between centralization and decentralization. And I think that that is one of the biggest things that is frustrating with Stepin is because, for example, myself personally, I completely understand why they're not releasing, you know, their 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 roadmap or their plan or or what have you, because we have so many people from TradFi. Mm -hmm. They, they're like, oh, well, you, shouldn't you be releasing a quarterly report? Shouldn't that, you know, shouldn't we know what direction that the company is going into? Shouldn't you be held accountable by whatever your native state is if you if you are fraudulent? And so I think that that is another area where Stepin could really step up is in an educational aspect. I talk about this all the time, educational materials. But I think also that folks, we have to have a little bit of patience because of course, folks who are coming from a centralized government and uh, governments are, are, are 
the situations where a government will step in and redress any grievances that you have, you we have to be patient with that too. And we have to understand that those folks do have legitimate concerns if Stepin wants to be a bridge between Web 2 and Web 3. Well said. And for those that don't well know, said. there was a recent 20-hour-plus-long podcast of which K10 was on for what, like seven hours of it? Six hours of it? 11. And she talks, were you on for 11 of the 20? Holy crap. So if you guys want to hear more about how passionate she is about decentralization, there's 11 hours of audio out there just waiting for you guys to go listen. I listened to a lot of it and it was good. It was, it was really good. Mm -hmm. Like the way you hit guys, lots of different topics and lots of different things and like the app itself that that guy is working on, it, it was it was fascinating. So, so uh, that's definitely worth searching out. TJ, I just had to keep Google go ahead, words. go ahead, quick, Shan. I want, I want TJ's. Feedback. I just had to Google words when I was listening yeah. to her because I was like, I ah. don't know what that means. Uh -uh. I don't know what that means. Uh -uh. No idea. It was idea good. It was, a good it was a good podcast. <laughs> it was really good. I'm long winded. I, I'm verbose. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You're good. It's all right. TJ, uh, you're a regular community member, right? And, and you already said on the podcast today that you kind of slowed down and weren't using it as much, and, and now you're now you're kind of coming back. That's the majority of the community. I feel like, right? They feel frustrated they feel like they want to see more stuff in app change right I, I let us know how you feel like like what what's bringing you back and what do you need to see to, to keep bringing you back more uh well when i was speaking on that i was I mean, i've still been using the app i just haven't been like jumping in on spaces and stuff like that Fair. um yeah. uh as much as i used to but yeah. but but there is just like you said there's a a, a good chunk of the community who kind of took a break once everything crashed uh you know the combination of the price going down um them feeling like they haven't they weren't being heard by the team uh and then the team's uh admittedly poor communication during that time as well i still think it could use a good amount of work um not just in what they tell us but um as k10 mentioned and i've mentioned before too like some sort of official hub where people that aren't Twitter, Discord, you know, savvy can uh, jump into. Because I don't think um, I, I think there's a good amount of people that that would fit. And then it, there's a lot of different channels with with step information going around. Um, so I think you know that's been kind of hit on the head, uh, and I agree with that too. I really do think they need they need to win. They need to win the favor of the community by supporting the app in a way that the assets that they own in the game start seeing some sort of value. They don't necessarily have to go up, you know, two, three, four X or whatever like that, but there needs to be some sort of demand or something like that. You need you need the, the people that are participating every single day to feel like what they're doing is going to you know, progress them in the game, or it could earn them some extra more money. And it's, it's we're kind of at like a little standstill right now. That could ha change when GMT and the Rainbow Shoes, all the burning. So I'm pretty sure the whales are gonna um, do most of the floor raising for us. You know, normal people. Uh, so it's just got to be a little bit more patient on that. But I think um, they could they could do a little bit. They could definitely. Uh, Throw, throw a bone, I guess, to the community is, I guess, a good way to say it. Uh, you know, they made a, a lot of money. Uh, I think they could they could do something a little bit more, I think. 
I 100% agree. And, and let, let me help connect some dots. Because I, I think we've said it a couple times, but maybe we've not connected the dots together, right? So we've, we've multiple times from K10 and others said how, you know, these challenges and these YouTube videos and these conferences and maybe something's on Discord, but not everybody's on Discord. Maybe it hits on Twitter, but we're not all on Twitter. Maybe it goes to a Medium article, but we don't read Medium articles. Dan's mom's only on Facebook, and we don't put anything on Facebook at all, right? All these different places. We talked about bringing it in-app, having the little icon beside it have it in-app. Well, let me connect some dots. The team's primary focus right now is on building a social app where this is all brought into the app. That's what they're doing. That's where the majority of the development time is going. To not only build the leaderboard and the marathons, social fi game fi part of the app, but also to bring all this stuff that we're craving, all the announcements, all the challenges, all the achievements, all the everything, that's where they're spending all their time right now. And that's difficult to build, to have it look right and to have it function, where you open up your app and all of a sudden it goes, hey, you know, here's your PFP that's this NFT you bought on the NFT launch pad that now you traded in the NFT marketplace that now you're showing off as your, your NFT in the social app. And oh, hey, here's this challenge this week where if you post this post in the social app, you can win a free sneaker, you can win a thousand GMT. Like that, that's what they're building. So I think what you're asking for, what you're craving is where they're spending the time, but I don't think they wanna overhype either that that's what they're building because that's a really tough thing to build and get. You know? mm. But I think that's what they're doing is they're trying to put all that in the app. It's hard to put it all in there. You know? Yes, yeah. Hard, hard. But when I talk to Jan one-on-one, -on -one, and I talk to Jerry one-on-one, -on -one, and I look them in the face, and I see their excitement, and their enthusiasm as they describe mm. what the social app means to them, what all these social five features mean to them, and what all these other apps mean to them, and how the profit being made from all these other apps gives them the development time and resources to put all this stuff in the game of Steppen. They believe in the game of Steppen. They want the game of Steppen to be this thing that has 100 million, 400 million, like some ridiculous number of people that can play and interact with it. But they know that if they just fix GST today, that doesn't give them all the resources and the social app and the stuff that they need. That's tough. And, you know, yeah. I think as we always talk about a lot on this podcast, communication is the most important thing and how they communicate that to us. We communicate it to the rest of the community and how they, how we make the community feel heard. It's tough, tough, but, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I hope we get them both on, Yon and Jerry, so you can hear it directly from them because I think it's important mm. to hear. Guys, we're almost at two hours. That went fast. I think we're over. Um, that, went, that went really, really fast. Q&A from chat. Quick quick fire. If you guys have any questions in chat you want to bring up to the group, we'll do, we'll do quick fire, rapid fire responses. While you guys are getting those questions in, we'll kind of go around the room. Kay, I know that you just did 11 hours of a 20-hour podcast. You also have your own podcast uh, with Misha, your own Twitter space. I believe I saw that it's going to be Mondays at, was it 6 p.m. Central? I had to run a poll. Uh, I so saw. We're, we're, uh, yeah. So yeah. the poll was uh, Monday at 6 p.m. So, ah, uh, fuck it. Um, yeah, okay. I did a, like an 11 hour posting a random Twitter space about privacy on the blockchain, which was just an absolutely fascinating topic. Of, of course, it, trade hither and thither but it was uh the the idea of privacy on the blockchain is is in extraordinarily fascinating when we think about bringing the blockchain into commercial applications so basically if you go to starbucks 
and you use a wallet to buy, you know, so use crypto, right? And that crypto, of course, is connected to your wallet. Uh, if the barista or baristo or whatever the fuck it is wants to see your wallet address, they can see all the transactions that you have ever done because that's blockchain. That's blockchain technology, right? It's all about transparency. And so the it originated with a CoinDesk sponsored uh, forum on privacy, but it also uh, so this, this was an offshoot. But the idea is. Do you know exactly, or no one knows what the implications are of blockchain technology when it comes to privacy? So those are, are I think I'm going to be exploring some, theme, some themes of that uh, on Monday. Ooh. But I think it's also something that we, we really need to, to think about as, as folks. Uh, so maybe we're, we're all like super adventurous and we're on the blockchain and we, you know, we've got this wallet. We understand the implications of it. Perfect. And where does everybody go to find that Twitter space? I am k.10.a51 underscore official Perfect. on Twitter. And the link will be in uh, this description for this podcast on all the different platforms. So no matter where you're at, just scroll down and you'll see Kay's Twitter. You can find her Twitter space Mondays at 6 central. Uh, we got a quick question. We're going to interject in between everybody doing their log offs. Suggs asks, GMT price, will it drop after GMT earnings starts or will it go up due to the ecosystem needing GMT? Outstanding questions. I can tell you what Jan mm. answered on this and answered this directly is that his hope is that we are, as a community, spending more GST every day and every week than what we're allowed to earn. So if there's this level of earning, he's targeting this level of spending. So it's constantly deflationary. That's going to be a tough thing to balance. That's the team's hope is that they keep adding in these GMT burning mechanics. We're spending GMT to, to enhance and to mint and to, to do all these things. And that constantly they know how much GMT can be earned. They're going to try to target that we're spending more. So it's constantly deflationary. I think you have to also add into that, that we know the venture capitalists that gave money initially got GMT as a release and that vests over time. So as they get that GMT, um, we would assume that some of it will be sold. So that could impact the price of GMT as well. The team is very aware of that. They're trying to make sure that GMT can constantly be deflationary. And we also know there's only one fixed amount. There's no more being made. And it's slowly disappearing. So there's always less of it, less of it available. Even with the earning, where on day one of year three, there's half as much available to earn as what there will be on day one of GMT. We'll see if the team can, can, can pull that off. Um, it's going to be a tough one. Anybody else have a thought on that? I think the window of between GMT being released and uh, Rainbow Sneaker, first round of Rainbow Sneaker, I think that will be an interesting little period. I think the Rainbow Sneaker is going to have a big impact on what happens with the whole ecosystem around that kind of aspect. So I think that window could be very interesting. Um, but yeah, it, we'll just see how it all plays out. <laughs> I hope it's long. I hope it's a long window. We could call it a... Uh, uh, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say we should call it the guy that leads ETH window. Um, the the longer <laughs> that it is, the more time everybody with their classic GMT sneakers that they spent time and money to level mm. up to 30 that has a high comfort stat and comfort gems, the more time they can earn 100% of the pool. I think if rainbows come too soon, you're going to have a lot of rainbows. Yeah, I hope, mm. I hope it lasts a long time. Shan, where can you find your stuff? What you got coming up the next month, next week? Uh, so 
obviously on Twitter. Um, also, KT, and I must mention when Cozy said that he didn't respond to you in your thing because he thought you were a bot. Have you thought about changing? Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I thought it was thought she was a bot. Um, yeah. So uh, on Twitter, um, I try and jump in on the spaces as much as possible because I just I, I I love the spaces. Um, cozy. Speaking of cozy, does a really good one on Sunday afternoon as well, uh, where he's talking about the gameplay aspects. And it reminds me of the early days when I first when I first started. Um, he did those spaces and you know e money and stuff like that used to jump in and and they used to talk about the gameplay aspects and and I love that I love that that was returning and I'll talk about minting and and um you know how like how they're attacking the game and and yeah that that's the part I love so yeah Twitter I jump in on the spaces over there um and it's Shen runs for fun um so yeah very cool he actually has one scheduled for tomorrow step in swiss cozy mm. i will be on i'm gonna be on talking about menting i'm excited about being on we also have him set up to be a uh, a future guest here on the podcast or maybe even a future list on the podcast mm. so there'll be more details well beth you're at izu i'm sure we're gonna have some more videos and skits and stuff coming out what can we look for and where should we go to find it my Twitter is bnbeth underscore Solvax. My Instagram is Beth Stepanush Official, and so is my TikTok, but I haven't really posted there. Um, definitely more videos of Izu. It's we are exhausted by the end of the day, so I have to edit the videos and make sure that they come out and that they're like entertaining enough and short enough for people's attention spans, because my attention does not go beyond like a minute and twenty seconds. Um, so K10, I don't, maybe you are a bot because I don't know how you lasted 11 hours on, on, that's that's insane. Alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I need. (laughs) Let me bring that back into my life. Um, and, uh, I'm working on videos for the beginner's guide and also, um, different types of videos, but they're just going to be very short and, and quick because I want to make sure that the the people who have like full-time jobs that they're at and kids that they're with and then they have that like one minute time period where they're like hiding in the closet or on the toilet or something like they, they can like kind of get a recap of everything that's going on very cool Couple honestly quick- beth like you know it was like soderbergh or spielberg like oh my god the, the editing on your scroll Amazing. video oh, was so i i was mesmerized i, I think it should be nominated for like independent short <laughs> honestly like at can honestly it was so fucking good I, only if just, we get to was, go to Cannes so to proud. watch it <laughs> I, i've always wanted to go to that film festival a couple more quick questions from chat too. why be why buy og shoes on ape coming in from stepdog uh, the theory on og shoes the the original gangsters and and we don't know for sure there's no guarantee but the original gangsters sneakers on bnb could be enhanced to get a free ape realm sneaker so the og sneakers on ape some believe have a much higher value than all the ones that have been minted from them because maybe somewhere down the line those sneakers could be enhanced or used or earn you something bigger somewhere else later on maybe a a sneaker on the fourth realm maybe a maybe something on the other realms who knows but that's the theory that that the, the team has always given these Genesis sneakers. Now they're starting to give more real world utility. The OG sneakers, ways to get stuff on other realms, stuff on the same realm. So, uh, so good question there. Thank you, Step Dog. Another one from Dennis the Menace. Uh, question: You all have on Steppin shirts. Where can I buy one? Uh, currently, the ambassadors have some that we've been sent. Uh, the community has some from going to live events. Steppin team always gives away free shirts at these live events. Um, you can go right now to the Electronic Zoo in New York City and get a Steppen 
um, would you would you call it a, a, a cool towel? Cold towel? Yep. And and a cooling water bottle. Towel. Cooling towel. I can tell you this: Stefan has announced that we will have merch at Solana Spaces Miami. They have not announced what date that merch will launch. I I know the date. I know the date that Solana Spaces opens, and I know the date we're going to launch the merch. It's coming soon. This podcast may be streaming live from there on the day the merch launches. I hope that that we can we can we can work that out. And I know that Stefan's also working on a merch store where they could sell the merch online and you could buy it in app or on the website and have it shipped anywhere in the world. So so look for that. But but nothing nothing easy to grab now. DJ and I mate. I made mine, just FYI. Did you? Mine's, mine's made. Yeah. Mine's it's awesome, made. brother. You did a good job. I don't... Yep. 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 I don't blame you. Why not? If you don't have one you can buy, <laughs> just make one, and that way you got one to wear when you can do all this stuff. DJ, where can we find your stuff? Um, just on Twitter, um, NSTR underscore TJ. Uh, post a lot of, like, step and stuff and kind of, like, I wouldn't say, like, breaking news crypto NFT type stuff, but kind of, like, kind of that. Cool. And when you get your ute? From the Ute list, you're gonna put it wish, in yeah, app as your PFP in Steppen, and you're gonna trade it on the Steppen NFT marketplace, and 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 we're gonna bring all this Ute community into Steppen, right? We can, I can hope. Me too. I can hope all that happens. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I've got one a of chance. Those things, if one of those things happens, I'd be impressed. I don't think I have a chance of getting on the list, but I'm gonna buy one nonetheless because I'm excited about that whole thing. I think they're gonna have great value and great ability, and who knows? Who knows? Like. Stepan has the number one NFT marketplace. Maybe the gods and utes and what's that other thing they came out with? It's like the egg or something. It had a totally different name. Was it like a degenerate egg? Yeah. Is it called a goot or a, a doot or? A... Oh, you're talking about the the tube. Yeah. There's all so kinds it's... of stuff out there. Do you know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's so you're gonna mint a tube, and then you're gonna then use that tube to. Um, Mint your like real ute. So there's fake so utes and real utes. Well, no, they're gonna let you trade those for five days. Ah, the so limited window to, to 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 trade to get. And then and then will utes also have something where like you go from a a god to a dead god or from a a bored ape to a mutant ape? I'm sure utes will have a, a from a ute to a mutant ute. Who knows? Maybe, but their their whole thing is kind of like trademarking traits for artists. So like artists can now, you know, they can do like a hat with their own branding on it, and then they can, you know, almost trademark it. So they'll earn royalties every time that that nice. trait is sold in the marketplace. Oh, that's really cool. So instead of the individual board ape having its own IP, the hat that could be on multiple different utes could have its IP, and then if anything trades with your hat, that's just one of the characteristics. That's neat. That's a neat idea. Very, very cool. Yeah. Try, try and get some artists really involved in that. I can totally see that. Very cool. Anything we didn't hit? We need to hit quick before we sign off? I don't think so. I got to pee. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I, I, Me I too. Always, I'm drinking like a whole thing. Yeah, I always drink the whole podcast and, and, and have, have to time. do that. Yep. For my stuff, guys, you can find me at James Work, J-A-M-E-S-W-E-R-K, on the, the Twitter. Uh, we stream live every Saturday morning where we get live Q&A on twitch.tv forward slash James Work. And then you can always find every episode on the Steppen Community Podcast YouTube channel and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all the all your favorite podcast platforms. Um, I would be remiss if I did not remind everybody as well. We bring on co-hosts and we bring on guests every week. And if there's somebody you want to hear, make sure you reach out to Beth, our executive producer, and let her know who you'd like that to be so they can get them scheduled. Um, I'm hoping that we get Jan on soon. I'm hoping we get Jerry on soon. I'm hoping that we can we can meet all these great people. Should be fun. It should be fun. The number one most watched and listened to podcast 
and all of Steppen. I appreciate you guys. We could not do it without you all watching. Four new sponsors getting ready to come on board. I'm so excited for you guys to hear about all those as well. Thank you guys for everything. We'll see you in the comments. See you back here right next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Everyone DM Beth. <laughs>